Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This is your Commander-in-Chief. I am issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here solo right now. Jake Ellenberger's coming. He's uh, in traffic. And Marina is training. But we have a, a great, great show for you. We have Mike Ricci, who's got, got a big coming, uh, fight coming up in Titan uh, FC for the championship. It's going to be on Fight Pass, actually. Uh, he's fighting Bam Bam Healy, as well as Touchy Feely on the show, who... Uh, that guy's a character. Should be a great show. I want to thank our sponsors, Hemp Core, the ultimate hemp protein. You can get it at hempcorestore.com, H-E-M-P-C-O-R-S-T-O-R-E.com. It's a Canadian company that supplies athletes with 100% organic hemp protein grown on the prairies. It's gluten-free. Go to their website, check the ingredients. There's only one, hemp Hempcore does not contain any illegal immigration, uh, immigrations, and no, no immigrants are in there, uh, no illegal ingredients. So, of course, the consumer will not fail a drug test. So, there you're, you're safe. I'm telling you, Vanderlei, all you guys that may have uh, uh, allegedly had your stuff, take Hempcore. It can be used in drinks, food, super universal. Uh, if you say MMA Roasted and use the promo code ADAM, you get 15% off your order. Hempcorestore.com. Check it out. Also, I want to thank American Icon Autographs. Uh, check them out at AIASE.com. They are our sponsor. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything. Their past signings have included guys like Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Hendo, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, Ernie Banks, John Wooden, Marcus Allen. I'm telling you, these guys get the best guys, the classics, the legends. Go to AIASE.com. Also, has your business been vandalized with graffiti? Have gang members destroyed your storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They take away graffiti, they restore etched windows, and get your business back to brand new for a fraction of the cost. Your business image is very important, guys. Don't leave it in the hands of the amateurs. Call the graffiti removal team at Remove It Restoration, 1-888-424-9697, or go to RemoveItRestoration.com. All right. Listen, guys. Hope all is well. This is our last podcast on Fox Sports. We are moving over to the Sideshow Network, where we're going to be twice a week over at Sideshow. Uh, we're going to have it on. This podcast is going to be out the next day or the day of. They have the show. Uh, but I want to thank Fox Sports. I've been here for two years. They've been super, super uh, uh, generous and gracious to me. Thank you, Carlton. Thank you, DJ. Thank you, Evan, for having us and supporting the MMA Roasted. So, yeah, so that's, uh, uh, that's big news. But uh, I, think, I think you guys are going to be happy because it will have it out twice a week and the same day. So uh, our first show actually uh, is this week. So this week we're going to have two podcasts out. And uh, we have Juliana Pena coming out as well as Chris Holdsworth and Amir Khani. 
all the way from Finland. So, I uh, hope you guys had a, uh, a good week. I had a pretty good week. I, I'm on hold for a movie. Yes, I think I may have uh, my first big movie part, uh, a boxing movie, and I have another other huge news I can't share with you right now because it's, it's, it's big enough news where they want to actually make a huge deal of it. But guys, I'm telling you, this is, this is going to be big, and it's good for me, Marina, and Jake. The whole, the whole family's coming. So I am, I'm, uh, I'm super happy about that. Uh, I've had a bunch of good shows this week. I had a show Tuesday at a dispensary, a weed dispensary, which was, uh, which was nuts because the crowd was pretty much stoned the entire time. So I had to wait six or seven minutes after each punchline because these people, this was like the crazy, crazy weed dispensary, but it was fun. They were very nice. It's just, you can't really do a lot of crowd work because people think you're actually insulting them for real. They don't really understand the whole, this is a comedy show, but it was fun. Only in LA will they have comedy shows at weed dispensaries. I also had a show uh, at the ranch in San Miguel and this was a fun show. There was this lady with uh Went to my last show actually with uh, what's his name brought him uh, Castle Williams, who's a good amateur fighter uh, coming up from uh, he's 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 the, the coach over at the pit uh, in the, the pit in uh, in uh, NorCal, and one of this this woman came with the biggest boobs. Last time she flashed me in front of her husband during the show, her husband got very upset about that, which he probably should. I didn't even ask her to flash. I just I said, "Are your boobs real?" And she's like, "What, what do you think?" And just showed them to me. So she came back this week. Without her husband, but with her daughter, uh, and she was. It's one of those things where she was laughing, but laughing so hard it was almost distracting. It was throwing off my timing, and then she thought it was like her own personal show where she would answer all my jokes. I'd be like, "Yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, that happened to me." And it was sort of like, "No, that was the the, the premise. I was just setting it up. I wasn't really asking you." Uh, but she was yelling stuff. But then, uh, you know, I was saying how, you know how she probably gives amazing head because normally the girls that are the most outlandish and the craziest women are the ones that give the best blowjobs. In my experience, sometimes they'll get a sleeper, but for this part, it was this chick and she's like, yeah, and my daughter also gives him because I taught her everything, which of course the whole crowd is like, huh, confused. Um, and, uh, and then she kept going. Then she got up to go to the bathroom and her daughter was pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. Her daughter was hot. And she's dating a pro fighter. Good for him. Uh, and I said, hey, do you have any tattoos? And she goes, yeah, I have a tattoo of my mom on my arm. So I'm like, oh, it's a, a train wreck? And the whole place went fucking ballistic because that's the kind of improv I do. No, it was, it was fun. It was a, it was a fun show. Uh, and then I had a show Thursday night in Pomona for three people. Literally, there was in the back of a bar. There was first there were these five lesbians that were like the hottest lesbians I've ever seen in my entire life. Of course, they left. Uh, they were twerking on the table, going crazy. I invited them to the comedy show, and they left the bar. But then while the other comic was on stage, they tried to drown him out by pulling up next to him because the bar was outside and blasting their music, which was such a dick move for them to do that. But then the host, this guy Fly, he's a nice guy. He's smoking weed, and then he actually offers on stage, offers the crowd part of his weed. So now the comedian is sharing the weed with the, with the crowd. So I go on, of course, like, you know, last, I'm headlining this, this, this shindig. There's these two Mexican guys that came who were, didn't speak English. They were angry because they, they couldn't hear the jukebox during the show, and they wanted to fight the comedians. And I did an hour for three people. But, uh, but it, it was, I, I enjoyed it. I did a lot of new jokes. And I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they worked or not because people, those people, they were fun. They were fun people. And uh, there was a guy barbecuing outside and he he gave me like this amazing chicken. It was uh, that was the best part of the whole show. It was like, I got to eat the chicken, um, so that was cool. Then Friday night I did a show in Ventura, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, and this is this is my life. So it's a fun show. This guy Skip booked me, packed crowd, uh, and, but 
halfway through the show, I'm on stage and there's an old couple making out. Like they, the guy must have been like seventy. She must have been fifty, and they're going at it. He was basically finger blasting her during the show, uh, not even watching it. So I, I, so I point out from the stage, you guys have to be cheating because there's no way that uh, that they would be that horny if they weren't cheating on their. And, and then they were because their their neighbors were there, and they said, "Yeah, he's married." And they pointed this out during the show. Then the girl basically passed out. They they leave. I'm on stage. I have a great set. I fucking have a really good, I was really happy. And then after the show, some guy hands me a bag of mushrooms and says, Hey man, you were really funny. Here's some mushrooms. I, I don't, I'm not going to take mushrooms. I mean, I should have taken them, but I'm not really a big mushroom fan. So I gave them to these three chicks in the crowd who then took them right there, like sight unseen, just started eating all the mushrooms. And, uh, that was crazy. And then they wanted to hang out. I probably could have got some ass, but I had to walk my dog because he hadn't walked in seven hours. So once again, my dog cock blocked me. But that, that whatever. It was, it was, it was a good time. Uh, then I did a show Saturday at the HaHa. That was a blast. Afterwards, I went to Bangalib. My buddy Bangalib is now hosting a show on uh, the Game Show Network called Idiot Test. Uh, he's a, he was in Kamikaze Comedy, one of my oldest friends ever uh, out here in L.A. So I went to his house. That was a good time. Uh, me and my dad got in a little argument. I love, look, my dad and me are, are closest ever. And I think my dad, you know, I didn't, ha- I didn't have a mom growing up. So my father kind of played the role of, I had a stepmom, but we didn't get along. We get along now, but we didn't get along back when I was a child. And uh, I think my dad is sort of tries to play the, both roles of mom and dad. So, you know, I'm 37. I love my dad, but there are times that he, you know, like he, you know, he follows my Twitter, okay, my Facebook post, sure. But then I started going on Periscope and noticing my dad was watching my Periscope interactions, which is kind of annoying because then I'm like playing to my dad and I feel like it's kind of taking away from the interactions with my fans or my friends or people who are watching my Periscope. So, you know, then he started giving me more advice about an audition I had coming up. And I said, you know, he is my manager. So it kind of everything sort of becomes a little complicated. My dad, look, I love you. You know, you're the best. You have no idea how important you are in my life, but I need a little space. You know, jumping on my periscope is a little bit kind of like, because then he's calling me afterwards, I don't know, it was a great periscope. I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't everything needs to be, you know, evaluated or, you know, just sort of is kind of, so then oh, my dad's like, okay, fine, I'll delete my Twitter, uh, I'm, I'll delete my periscope, and he was hurt, and I felt bad, because my dad, you know, you, you, you know, you, your parents, your parents, you never know, you know, uh, when, you, when, when you're going to die, when your parents are going to die, when someone else, you always want to treat everyone, in my opinion, as if it's the last time you're going to see him. Not, not overbearingly, but, you know, like, but at the same time, you don't know. You know, I know a lot of friends that have lost their parents and, and you know, so I try to value all the time that, that I have with my dad. So, so my dad's like, all right, you know, so now we didn't talk for like a day. I could tell he's kind of mad at me. He's like, I'll give you your space, you know. But then I'm on Twitter during International Fight Night, and of course, all of a sudden it says, Joe Greenberg followed you, and it's my dad under a fake name. So he used a fake account to follow me on Twitter, so I, which I thought was the fucking funniest thing. I was like, really, Dad? You got nothing better to do? Than to cre-? So I called him up. I'm like, Dad, I could see that's you with your fake name on. He goes, how did you know? I'm like, because you don't know how to set it up. It says your name. He's like, damn it. And we, we laugh for like 30 minutes, which, is, which was, uh, it was hilarious. So that was, uh, that was the highlight of my weekend. Uh, I had a couple. Uh, Jake Ellenberger just texted me. He's close, bro. Uh, so I, I, had, I had good nights. I had, I had a couple dates. I hung out with, with like the ex. We'll talk about that when Jake gets here. But uh, let's talk about the fights coming up, the fights that, uh, that happened last week. There were a lot of good fights. We'll, uh, we'll start with UFC Fight Night. Um, and, you know, and a lot of times, like these are, this, is a, this card got all kinds of moved around, and, 
And uh, people always say, just because a card looks great on paper doesn't mean it's going to suck. And just because you don't know the guys who are fighting doesn't mean they're not going to be entertaining fights. And that's exactly, I think, what happened here. Um, because uh, Yoel Romero uh, gave me comedy gold this week after he had won. And then after the – and now, according to people, what it sounded like he said was, America, what's wrong with you? You need the Jesus in your life. Uh uh, uh, pick Jesus, not forget Jesus. But it sounded like he said, pick Jesus, not forget Jesus. Which, of course, during that whole, it, like, it was right after the Supreme Court ruling. Remember, Romero's wearing a hat that says 316. His, his, his uh, nickname is Soldier of God. So it would make sense that a guy deeply religious would not be for gay marriage. But I don't know. According to him, that's not what he said. But it was fucking hilarious. That made me laugh so hard because right afterwards I like wrote that uh, the next Ultimate Fighter is going to be Jesus versus Gay Jesus uh, and just just there were so many jokes somebody wrote Gay Jesus has deposited for Fabulous which I thought was like one of my favorite ones people were putting the flag behind them there were so many funny things that happened uh, and that was so damn funny that was that was like one of the someone said Gay Jesus called out Bisbing I mean there was just it kept going on and on and on about uh, Jay, <laughs> Gay Jesus being just the idea of Gay Jesus Jesus and Yoel Romero being this tough guy from Cuba is so fucking funny. And uh, I don't know. But anyway, back to his actual fighting skills. I thought he looked good. Uh, Machida is a really tough guy to fight. It's hard to look good against Machida. I mean, the only guy who's ever actually... There's been two guys who look good against Machida, which has been Shogun in his second fight. I mean, you could say his first fight he won. It was a very close fight. Uh, I was there. Um, Or... The other guy who looked good against Machida was um, – I wasn't there actually. Uh, I was at the uh, – was I there? Oh, no, I was at the, 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 the UFC, the Hollywood, the, uh, the Shogun versus um, uh, Vera fight. I think it was Shogun Vera and Machida when he knocked out Bader. I was at that fight. Uh, but I, I saw the first two fights. And the other guy was Luke Rockhold. But other than that, I mean Machida's made so many great fighters look terrible. He's really good at that. And I think it's the awkward stance. It's the hybrid karate, jiu-jitsu thing he does. It's hard to look good. That being said, I'm watching Yoel Romero, a guy who beat Kale Sanderson. I'm watching him twice. I'm watching him. I'm going, this guy's an Olympian wrestler. When's he going to use his wrestling? As soon as he did that, he hit a fucking knee tap like I've never seen. Boom. And the fight's over. I mean, he lands five punches as soon as he uses wrestling. And, you know, he's, he's a tough striker. Yoel Romero can probably beat anybody in the division if he lands that punch. I don't think he's beating these guys because I think he's not going to be able to deal with the speed of... I think Chris Wyman is a better speed. Uh, MMA wrestling is different than, you know, than wrestling for, uh, you know, Olympic wrestling. And I think he's a little old. But he's a gamer. Yoel, you know, put Yoel against any one of those guys, he's got a good shot of winning. Uh, and that, that power is the last to go. Uh, meanwhile, during that fight, I was switching off... If you want to see how fucked up boxing is, look at that fight last week with Tim Bradley and Vargas. This fight, if you want to see like how great MMA is. MMA, you had nine fights in a row. You got to watch the undercard. Fight, 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 fight. If one fight's a bad decision, great. The Tim Bradley fight goes 12 rounds. Tim Bradley dominates most of the rounds or wins the rounds. Finally, in the last 14 seconds, Vargas lands a right that had him out. 
had Bar- Bradley was out on his feet. I mean, he the guy's got a head because most guys would have would have fell down. He's got a chin, but then the 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 clock goes. The ref thinks it was the it was the ten second clock. The ref thinks that that's the actual cl- the, the 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 bell for the fight. Stops the fight. Stops the fight. And now the fight's over. Vargas thinks he won. He didn't win. What a fucking disaster. I mean, could you imagine you had money on Vargas? Ah, how pissed you'd be at this fucking ref. How many times has this guy ref fights? Probably, I would say, tens of thousands. I mean, how do you not know the 10-second clock versus the regular clock out of the horn? How do you not know that? I mean, everybody loses in this fight. The ref loses. Bradley wins, but he wins controversial again. And this guy, man, boxing's got to get his shit together. I mean, that was like uh, right out of pro wrestling. So that was, uh, that was crazy. Lorenz Larkin looked great. Uh, I mean, he didn't look great because of the haircut. I mean, getting a bell in your head is a little strange. Uh, but he looked great at 170. This guy's le- legit. Um, and he's, uh, he's going to be a problem for a lot of people, Lorenz Larkin. I think when you go from 185 to 170, that 15 pounds, if you're used to fighting guys that are 185, they're coming down from 220, 210 versus 170, you're just going to be so much bigger and uh, so much stronger and so much better. I mean, that's a big jump. Not saying that 145 and 55 isn't a big jump or 125 you know, and 135, but that 15 pounds I just think is a huge difference. And if you can make that cut to 170 from 85, you're going to be in good shape. I, you know, do it if you do it right. I mean, not if you're doing what Kelvin Gastelum's doing of cutting 19 pounds the day before the fight or whatever he's doing. So, uh, yeah, so that was, that was crazy. Uh, what else has we got going on? Um, so uh, we got to talk about Jose Aldo against Conor McGregor. Man, this fight is now, now McGregor's the favorite. That's insane. I mean, you look, I understand all the stuff that's leading up to it, you know, but the favorite? The guy hasn't lost in nine years. Look at the resume of who these guys have beaten. You got, a, got one guy who's beaten Frankie Edgar, beaten Chad Mendez, beating Cub Swanson, and, and, you know, beating all these guys. Another guy who's, yeah, he's beaten Dustin Poirier. Okay, that's probably the best guy in his, on his resume. But uh, that's not, the, he's the favorite. I mean, granted, he's the favorite because of all this other shit, but I don't know. After talking to Chris Weidman, which, by the way, thank you, uh, Globo TV. For or Globo for picking up that Wyman interview, doing a whole story on it, as well as, um, uh, but at talking to him, I mean, that is kind of weird. The running from a drug test or not taking a drug test, the coach retiring, now you have a rib injury. Ah, it's not looking good. If I, I, I think McGregor beats Aldo, I'm calling, I'm, oh, fuck. I, I, I don't, I don't want to say that, but I, unless Aldo is, trolling everybody and this is all just one big fucking gotcha i don't know man it's not looking good i don't know i'm i'm more intrigued now but chad mendez or frankie edgar beat conor mcgregor i think that's i mean if man whoever if mcgregor fights mendez on that fight on that card mendez wins mcgregor fights aldo ugh fuck i don't know guys i don't know this is a tough one this, I, I was sold on Aldo. You asked me last week, I say Aldo all day long. Now rib injury? Yeah, it just seems like something, something's not right. The, 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 these, ah, man, it's tough. It's tough, tough, tough. So uh, what else we got uh, I want to talk about? So I like uh, McGregor's tweet, though. It turns out he had a little period again. That was hilarious. McGregor's funny. 
McGregor's a star. He is a star. Uh, whether he could beat, you know, these three guys, I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen his wrestling. We haven't seen him defend a takedown. And all those leg kicks are vicious. And McGregor leads with that leg. I mean, it, 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 he's a southpaw, right, McGregor? Mm-hmm. So, didn't that actually help all those leg kicks or no? Um, probably not. Probably not, he's, right? Well, he's going to be kicking into his lead leg, which is now angled in just because of his stance, and he's a southpaw, so his front leg is angled out, or angled in, rather. So, easier to check kicks for him. Huh. So, who, who are you picking, Evan the Beard? With, it's so hard to pick against Aldo. With the, I'm going with McGregor with injury. With the injury, right, with the, the injury, injury right? Me, the injury pushes me to, to the McGregor. Oh, me if too. Was, if he was healthy, I'd probably go with Aldo. Uh, you think a fight's going to happen? Yeah. You do? Yeah, too much money on the table. All right. So you, you, you heard Evan the Beard's pick. Oh, man. By the way, three of the kids that I coach wrestling have attended Mark Munoz's wrestling camp, and they have Mark Munoz as a counselor. I mean, how cool is that? Hmm. I got three of my kids that take – I mean, imagine having Mark Munoz as your – what is he, a three-time, two-time national champion? I think four-time All-American? That's pretty damn amazing. Uh, so, yeah, so, that's, so that happened. UFC fight night. Let's talk about some of the other, the other fights that went on. Uh, Tiago Santos' knockout over Bossy. Jesus Christ, that was a great kick. Um, like I, I even said, he was looking for his skates afterwards. Bossy, it's, it's so hard to be a two-sport athlete. You think about it all the time. I was he a professional NHL player or he made Canadian NHL? No, Canadian he was in the if, I'm, if my memory serves me right, he was in the QHL, the Quebec Hockey League. The so. Quebec Hockey League, which is still Minor probably Canada, still, still probably amazing, especially you know the the quality of hockey you have Canadians have. I just think it's too hard for the. I think it's hard enough to be good at one sport. You go from hockey over. This guy's a strong guy, but in hockey, you know, it's just that kick was insane. That was insane. Also, Joe the Joe Schilling knockout. And I'm a Joe Schilling fan. It's hard to root against a guy like Joe Schilling with the heart this guy has. But, man, I was thinking about being in Joe Schilling's shoes where you know everyone's going to be trying to take you down. Your Achilles heel is wrestling. So the last thing you're probably thinking is a fucking Superman punch. And that's what comes. That was a good move, that guy who knocked out Joe Schilling. I forgot the guy's name, uh, but good move. He was from Japan, but that was, that was insane. You had two potential... Knockout of the years this weekend, which is pretty damn awesome. I was pretty upset, by the way, that Eddie Truck Gordon lost. Uh, you know, I just think he's thinking too much. He looked like a guy who uh, was trying to conserve his energy because the last time he gassed out and he was just thinking too much. And, and it's, it's tough. I hope he doesn't get cut. I really hope he doesn't get cut. You know, Eddie Truck Gordon's a. He's a tough guy, though. No matter what happens, that guy will be okay. He's a good guy. He's a family guy. He's a nice guy. He's friends with my brother, Max. So, uh, you know, I hope he's all right. Uh, by the way, Steve Montgomery, uh, who had the best mullet in MMA. Sorry, Mike Pyle. Your mullet has been replaced. You know, he got knocked out. And it's funny because whenever I make a joke about a guy, I always feel kind of bad afterwards. I'm like, yeah. I don't want this guy to see it, especially if he's not following that many people. So I, I tweeted him. I texted him anyway. I said, hey, man, keep your head up, which I think he, he actually just got caught. He was winning that fight. He hit a great knee beforehand. And then he wrote back, hey, man, you know, did you write any good jokes about me? And I said, yeah, that you got knocked back to 1984. And he wrote, ha, 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 that's great, man. Just, I think I love that because everyone's probably hitting this guy. like, keep your head up, man, blah, blah, blah. So the fact that Steve Montgomery, I am a fan of yours, and I can't wait to see you back in the, in the cage. Bellator fights Congo. You know, a lot of people were upset about Congo's game plan, 
But look, he needed to get the win. He's coming off a loss to King Mo. He had the advantage in takedowns. And I can't blame the guy. You know, it was a boring fight. It was a boring fight. But I don't care about boring fights, especially for guys who are trying to get the W. Uh, Speaking of boring fighters, uh, Jake Ellenberger just showed up. Jake, how are you, man? (laughs) What's up, man? What's going on? I'm I'm, I'm going solo until you got here. So how are you? Good, good, good. Jay, looking good. Look, look, looking slim. 185, baby. 185, really? 185, oh, yeah. So you're 15 pounds heavier? Uh, yeah, well, 15 over, but yeah, it's good. I mean, better than it's been before. It's really? Been, been much worse in the past, yeah. So what do you think about this whole new IV thing? They're outlawing IVs after weigh-ins? Uh, I saw that. It's, cra- it's crazy. It's, I mean, my first question was, how are they going to monitor that? You know, it's... I don't know. Yeah, they, 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 they look for like track marks in your arms and stuff. Well, I guess like you can uh, you can tell like there's something that comes from the IV. Like they can tell there's some something in your system. Like I'm not sure. I don't know. Like one of my buddies, he's a cyclist. He's the he's, he knows all the cycle steroids or cycles. He actually, cycles like like bicycle. Oh, bicycle. Okay, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but he was in like the era, you know, of right. like all the blood doping, Lance Armstrong, like all, all that kind of stuff. So like he was he's breaking it down like. Uh, if you use the IV, you know you can you can tell you have traces something. I'm like it was way over my head, but uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of bizarre. I'm surprised they did that, but you know it's gonna cut. Now, do you use the IV or no? I have, yeah, I have in the past. So is that gonna affect you personally? Uh, no, it won't, it won't affect me. You know what I mean? It, it, like here's the, the the way I look at it, like if I was gonna take a short notice fight, you know, if you were like not close to weight, you would you would want to. I mean, IV is just really the fastest way to rehydrate, but. You know, if you're for for me, like uh, the weight I'm at now, I'm 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 smooth. It's, nice, it's, it's a smooth cut. But yeah, if I was gonna take like a, a fight, you know, like on two day on a week notice, and you're like, shit, I gotta cut weight. You know, that's that's a different story. So you think it's gonna affect short notice fighters? Yeah, and, and only guys that typically cut a lot of weight. Yeah. Right, right, right. Definitely. Now I saw uh, last week you were training with Anderson Silva. I saw that on yeah. your Instagram. Yeah, I was at Black House. How, how what was that like? It was cool, you know. I, I've trained with him before. It was, it's been a few years, actually. I trained with him uh, a few years ago, uh, but it was cool. He's, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a nice guy. He's always been very very nice to me and, and to the guys that I brought in. And but no, he wanted. He was like he wanted to help me out. He was like, you know, he knew who I was fighting. He knew his style, but he he was like emulating him too well. I was like Anderson, like <laughs> you know, he, he, he nobody moves like Anderson does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he he's he's a. I mean, he's just a wealth of knowledge. Now, when you're in with the greatest fighter of all time, or some say Fedor, some say Silva, does that mm-hmm. go through your head at all? Are you like, I'm sparring with the greatest fighter of all time, or he's just another sparring partner? Well, it doesn't really go through your head. I think afterwards, and you think about it, and you're like, yeah, this guy's probably the, the best, if not the, the greatest fighter in our sport, you know, ever. But he's, he's cool, though. He, it's, it's like he keeps it, he's like, he doesn't take anything too seriously, you know, in the gym. Like, he keeps it light. It's, Was he dancing during fun. his sparring? A little bit. Really? Yeah, you'd kind of dance around a little bit, yeah. Did he have, did he, did he have his like, hands down, like in Weidman 1, and you were just like, did you clock him? Not really, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he didn't do that. But yeah, no, he, he em, like the way he was emulating Stephen Thompson, it was just like, Anderson, you, you, he, he's one of those guys that like he gets away with, he does a lot of crazy things that you don't see, so it's kind of like... You know, he's just, he's like, like you said, he's one of those... Like what? ...few guys that does stuff that like... People just don't do. You know right. what I mean? Like it's not you don't see it. It's not typical. Um, just the way, more so the way he moves, like in and out. I mean, he's he's hard enough to to hit as it, as it, as it is. But his kicks are yeah, his kicks are obviously 
out of this world. But yeah, he he looks like he's like wants to fight. Like he's having fun again. He's he's in. She looks like he's in shape. Like that's great. He sparred like six eight rounds, you know, with with a few guys. But he was super cool. You watched the Amachita fight? I did. What do you think I about did. that? Wow, not how I expected it to go, but uh, Yol man, Yol uh, Yol fought smarty. He was cutting him off. Um, man, Machia's got to be one of the the hardest guys to figure out. But uh, yeah, he 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 felt like he never was got a step a step above. Like he never like he never really got into the fight. It didn't seem like. Well, it seemed like Yol surprised him with the wrestling. Like he didn't do any no shots, no wrestling until that final like kind of knee pick takedown he did. And it caught Machida off guard. I know it. it. Was, and then it. once he got him down, then it was like, I mean, Yoel is so goddamn powerful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus. He's so, I mean, he's so ridiculously explosive. You would, you would just expect the guy <laughs> to like explode the first minute. Right. But he didn't. He was patient. I was, I was impressed. I think he knew, you know, this is a five round fight. He's got to be patient. But yeah. How he, do you think Yoel does good. against uh, the best of the division? The guy, the, I mean, the Chris Weidman, the Jacare's, the Luke uh, Rockholds. Um, I think he can compete. You know, I, I don't think he'll be the champ, but I think he can definitely compete with the best guys. Yeah, you see, you see his uh, his uh, speech afterwards. I didn't know. I, I heard something like I heard there was a lot of well, what what happened? Tell me. Well, he said he goes, uh, you know, America, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You need to find Jesus. Uh, and then he goes, don't forget, uh, go get Jesus, not forget Jesus, right? But he, I think he was saying not forget Jesus, but it uh, sounded like he said not forget Jesus. Uh, oh, isn't. <laughs> So, and then, so then, that was like the funniest. Coincidentally, thing. yeah, yeah, right. The day after the uh, that happened, it was the day after the the uh, the uh, Supreme Court thing. So everyone's yeah, like, we just didn't make the UFC. And people were upset. But you day. know what? Like, even if he did say the for gay Jesus thing, let's, that's his opinion. He sh- I don't think a guy should be fined if he's against gay marriage. Personally, I am for gay marriage. I- I'm pro anybody being happy. Marry whoever you want. Does not affect me at all. Yeah. It really doesn't. Dude, Except yeah. I have a couple of gay friends who are happier now. Great. Yeah. Uh, that's it. But but, but uh, if Yoel is against gay marriage, he should be able to say that. Yeah. That it doesn't say it doesn't mean the UFC is against gay marriage. Exactly. It's just a fighter in the UFC. Well, that's, that's the problem too. Is, is you got the platform like the UFC, and you got somebody <laughs> who's saying like whether he's for or against something like that. That's already. Uh, just so controversial, you know. It's we like, actually have Gay Jesus on the phone right now. We're actually going to call Jay for you. All right. Yes. Next on the phone. Hi, Jake. How's it going? <laughs> Who's this? This is Gay Jesus. Oh, you're, you're looking really good right now. Thank you. I do look good. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, to, you know. I trim my beard. I they call you the juggernaut, huh? <laughs> I'd like to put my juggernauts in your mouth. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, Jay Ge- I'm Gay Jesus. How's it going? God, they nailed me to the wood. Uh, speaking of wood, have you seen Magic Mike 2? Oh, I can't. No, I can't do this. You haven't seen Magic Mike two? It's amazing. Let me tell you, when I come back to life, I'm going right to West Hollywood because that is where I am going to be born again. All right, all right. Where's Where's T Rex? You're, you're looking really cute, Jake. Just so you know, and those cauliflower ears are just exploding all over your face. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm gay, Jesus. I turned water into my cock ring. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Next time I get nailed to the cross, please nail me another direction because I want my ass up. That's the way I like to fuck. All right, well. Hmm. So, Gay Jesus, uh, what are you? Are you a big MMA fan? Oh, I love MMA. Oh, yes, it's make my asshole. That's what it stands for, right? UFC, Ultimate Fucking Cock in My Mouth. So, uh, 
are you are you rooting for uh, Stephen Thompson or the Wonder Boy, Gay Jesus? Well, I don't know. I, I like the, the Wonder Boy because you know he's so wonderful. But uh, uh, I'm rooting for Jake because uh, I don't know. I hear he's a virgin, and my mom was a virgin too. You know, so I got to support virgins. Well, thanks, Gay Jesus. Uh, it was good talking to you. Was, yeah, we actually had Gay Jesus here. That was mm. that was amazing. Mm. That was that was awesome. Wow, <laughs> for the first time ever. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. So, 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 all right. So now you got two weeks for your fight. You're on the uh, the, the I put the picture right. Which You're one? on the marquee. You're on the uh, on like the in the oh in an the, MGM yeah yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. MGM yeah. I've had a few people send me some pictures. Yeah, that's pretty, have you ever been on that before? A couple times. Oh, nice. Yeah, like just I mean you know co co main event or main event, but yeah, nice. It's not my first rodeo, Adam. <laughs> not my first. Not. <laughs> It's not your first rodeo. Okay, all right. Now uh, a couple other things. What now? Uh, I, I, Where's I spoke, Marina? By the way, Marina says she's training. She can't come to the fight. Oh, okay. Now, now you uh, sparred today, right? No, oh, you didn't spar. Actually, today. no. Tonight, trained tonight. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. I just ran this morning. So how far did you run? Uh, I run for like forty-five minutes. So. Nice. Five miles. No, I, I have a heart rate monitor, so it's like you stay. Why are you laughing? That'd be, that'd be pretty quick. Five miles. Damn, that would be. Right now, I've been. I mean, I'm in. I'm in good shape right now. But it's yeah. We we based on a heart rate, so you stay at a heart rate zone. You know, with in a zone, I should say, for the run. But next time, can I come run with you? <laughs> Kj just likes to watch. No, me. you can't. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> so uh, I hung out with the uh, the ex over the weekend. Oh yeah, that was, that was cool. I I don't know. I I don't know. I'm just. I'm a little actually. Uh, you know, we we found out the last it, couple. Is of it years. weird? Is it different? Like, how is it? Well, we dated a long time ago, like in college. I mean, we're talking, I'm talking like 12, 13 years ago. So, but we've been friends since. You know what it is about her? But like, it's, like is, it's not just like a hookup. It's no, like, we're not really hooking up I mean, a little bit, but we're like hanging out. You know, the thing is that she. The only thing is that she actually can get to me. You know, like you know, how some girls you're like, all right, I'm not yeah. really gonna. This girl, this girl can't really hurt me. Uh, you know, we're gonna hook up. I'm gonna hook up with her. But, but this girl actually, like, I have actually like her, so that I'm actually a little vulnerable towards her, which mm-hmm. is a little scary. Mm-hmm. You know, not scary, but a little bit like different. Like we went out, and then she's kind of a flirt. So that, like this waiter came, and she was kind of flirting with him a little bit, and we were not together or anything. I have no claim, but I got a little bit like disrespected right then she goes to the bathroom and some other guy went to the bathroom next to her and then i'm waiting for her and then some guy tried to pick her up outside the bathroom and she mm-hmm. smiled at him and i was like who's that and she's like oh some guy said hi to me in the bathroom near the bathroom I'm like you get his number she did he hear your number she's like no but she's like are you jealous I'm, like, oh, I'm not jealous but at the same time it's like <laughs> i don't know it's opening up a little bit of a can of worms i don't know yeah yeah i i i try to stay away from that i've i've done i've done some you know the whole X thing of, of recycling. Yeah, it's just it's one of those it's just one of those things. It's like you're kind of creating almost more of a you know more of a disaster area in front of you because I mean it's it doesn't usually unless it's I don't know unless you're just trying to hook up with her. But no, I'm not trying to hook up with her, and, and yes. I think she's onto me. Even if I was, uh, what is she like? What is she? What is she, what's her expectation? Is she trying? To, I don't know. Well, she's telling me that we're not going to get back together. Uh, not that I said that. She but wants I, you to chase her. She wants me to chase her, I and and I've been that guy before chasing girls, and it's just not fun. I, there was a girl in my high school that like I was in love with, and she would just hang out with me all the time, and I became totally friend zoned. And then <laughs> there was a girl in college, same thing. The senior that I was when I was a when I was a sophomore, she totally like just <clears throat> led me on, and I never actually got her. And I feel like this is going in that path a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're kissing a little bit, but nothing like. And I just don't want to. 
play games. I'm 37. I'd rather settle down with somebody mm-hmm. than just play this cat and mouse bullshit. And I'm wondering if I'm opening up myself to get disappointed and stuff. So I'm trying not to let that happen. Well, any advice, Jake? I would say don't. Well, the the hard part is like she knows you already. Yeah, you know her. That's you know, it's kind of hard to like. She's seen your cards a little bit, so it's kind of hard to not like. I don't know. I just know, mess. You know, with the exes, it doesn't usually go well. That's all. in in my experience. So, but hey, thanks, Jake. All right. <laughs> As you're checking your text to, messages, I appreciate no, I'm, that. I'm reading the. Oh, you're reading the, the stuff. The outline well, for the oh, podcast. Oh, I, I had a whole show, but since you were 45 minutes late, well, uh, no, I didn't know traffic was going to be. Uh, I was saying this is our our, our like last insane. show in Fox. Uh, I, I Marina, already went. J- Marina just no shows. Marina no shows. No I one can't help. Fuck, I'm like, bro, come on. So I'm yeah, here. Uh, you're here because you're late, you're the sorry. fucking best. Now, do you think Aldo and uh, Connor is going to happen? I do. I think it's going to happen. Now, he has a hurt rib. Have you ever fought with a hurt rib? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know the extent of his, his injury, but it's it, it's funny because it's like, you know, nobody goes into a fight 100%. It is true, though. You're, you're, most 99 out of 10 guys probably don't. And it's – but they made such a big deal about it. It was like, why would you even tell people discuss that unless you were like, for sure not going to fight. Like, oh, I can't fight his hurt. Okay. So it's like, I don't know. They made this huge deal about it, but – and and and, and McGregor like... says, "I'm not gonna aim for the rib. I'm gonna aim for the for his chin." Bullshit. He's going right for that rib. Oh, of course. He's, he's gonna kick the rib. <laughs> That's gonna be his opening move, right? Yeah. I mean, and and you can't blame a guy if you know a guy has a hurt rib. Do you think possibly Aldo's just trolling? He's not really hurt. These are this is these are bullshit do, uh, doctor I reports. I would like to think so, but I just I don't think they're that they're that like intelligent to do that. <laughs> do you think he's looking for a way out of the fight? No, I think he really wants to fight him. Yeah, you trained with Aldo, right? I have before, yeah. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah, he was he was he was cool to me. I I, tra- um, I know his coach. You know his coaches. One of like one of the best guys in in, in Brazil. One of the best teams. Have you and Aldo but, sparred? Uh, Aldo, no, we didn't spar. We I was there for a couple weeks actually, but uh, we did. I, I mean, I, I, there's there's so many there's so many guys down there that are like their size. You know, like that you've yeah. heard of. They're just straight killers. Better, yeah, there is. There really is. No, I mean, you know, it just sucks because, I mean, but I I still think that Chad Mendez has a better shot of beating McGregor than Aldo. I think that style. Of McGregor, you yeah, think so? I think wrestling-wise, he's never faced a wrestler of that caliber. Uh, yeah. And Mendez was, uh, I think he was, you know, an all, all-American wrestler, I believe. Oh, yeah. He took second in the, in the, in the NCAAs, right? Didn't he lose in the finals, like some shitty call or something? Or I think I'm not sure. To look at his. I think he was a couple time All American though. Yeah, he's a beast of a wrestler. He's yeah. got that great overhand right. Um, I, I I see him. He's he's shorter, stockier, but I think he p- 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 creates more of a challenge. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe he could use his, his reach, but but I, I I think McGregor would have going to have a really hard time with the wrestling and the pace of Mendez. That also is how in shape is Mendez. I mean, if he's out hunting every day and drinking beers and shit, you know, he's not in the same... Seems like he's always in shape, but... Yeah. yeah. All those team alpha male guys, like, they ever come in out of shape? Yeah, they're they're probably always... They're they're always ready, at least the guys that I know, but... Chad, too, he's he's a hard guy to fight. He's a hard guy to hurt, you know? It's like, he's... He's not very, you know, he's not real open. He's yeah. kind of shorter, kind of stays small. He's just, just a hard guy to fight. Then but, again, uh, McGregor is so athletic... 
so yeah. quick, does that crazy karate shit that uh, is hard to train against, hard to find a guy yeah. that can that can emulate what he's doing. You look at a guy like uh, Dennis C there that that he that he beat uh, similar body type to, to Mendez, but he doesn't move nearly as much. Like no. Mendez moves a lot, so that's 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 what's going to pose the biggest problem is. The movement and uh you know he can match his speed and i think also chad's been in these kind of fights before he's yeah. fought in brazil against aldo mm-hmm. he's he's been to the top he's it's dennis Seaver looked like he was a fish out of water mm-hmm. i mean he looked like mm-hmm. he was like get me the fuck out of here what's yeah. going on he, he he didn't that boston irish crowd he was not prepared for yeah um <laughs> which is hard to prepare that, for that yeah how do you prepare for that man that's no. crazy it, it, that, that was insane you know, it, that's what kind of like bummed me out about uh machida he just he never looked like he was some, like it was almost like he didn't want to be there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, in, in training, he looks phenomenal. You're like, damn, like fast. He's he's a killer. So but you would have bet on Machida for this fight? I would have absolutely. Did you bet on him? No, no, no. I I I, I had some other people, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Larkin looked really good. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, I, he'll, he'll he'll start facing some good competition. I'm sure. You know, top ten, top fifteen guys for sure. Now, there's no MMA in New York City once again, which is complete bullshit. I wrote a joke about it, how, like, judo, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, boxing, all legal, MMA, not legal. Yeah. Which is, like, legalizing jerking, uh, swallowing, spitting, and sucking, but not a blowjob. Comp- right? <laughs> all the components are there, but the, 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 what, what's up with that? Come on, people! What? Yeah. New York. It, it seems. I'm like... from New York. It's the most liberal fucking place in the world. I mean, yeah. you go to New York. It's legal in California. Yeah. California's. It's legal in Alabama. Yeah. Alabama. I mean, it's legal in South Carolina where they just they just voted the Confederate flag <laughs> like this week. Get out of that! You can't be on state property. Places. Right. I but know. but MMA isn't so retarded. Okay. It's, I mean, it's, I know. Come it, on. And it's it's sanctioned. There's rules. There's you know. I mean, I can see if it was like. They're trying to throw a, a fight there that's not sanctioned, but come on, it's so every stupid. other state in the country is sanctioned. I think it's just it comes down to politics. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it generates. You know, you look at boxing in, in in Nevada. It's like it generates a lot of revenue. Why would New York not want to do the same? It's like yeah, you got basketball, you got football, you got you got some, <laughs> you know, you got some big money sports. But hey, MMA is right there. It's making. It's what's funny. Uh, no. uh, I, I invited somebody to my show, and they, and I, wrote, I I would love to see you. It was a, a, a was that fight. a mass text? A, yeah, big fighter. No, a guys in oh. Vegas next week, and someone wrote, "I'd love to see you." Who wrote that? Uh, either it was a girl or Adam's gay. I feel so special when I'm part of a mass text. <laughs> like, 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 uh, the, it's the guy you'd think it would be. Yeah, it was yeah, funny. Yeah. It was funny. So, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, yeah, so that was I know, and I know. Yeah, Dan and Lorenzo are spending a lot of time, obviously, up there trying to get it sanctioned, get it legalized. But it's got to. I mean, what what is it? Money? Is it politics? It's got to be politics. Politics. But I heard that a lot of the guys that would have voted were out of the assembly; they were on vacation. So the next time it comes back to New York, I heard it's pretty much a lock where it's going to pass, which will be great. Uh, I was talking about some of the fight. You watched the Bellator fights over the weekend. I did not. So, uh, Congo, I the highlights. Congo won. He, he basically grinded out a, a boring decision. Yeah, took uh, him down a couple times. Took right? him down. Yeah. Pat Curran looked great. Yeah, he did. Happy for Pat Curran. Uh, like that guy. Bubba Jenkins got the win. Yeah. Our, our boy. Bubba. Bubba nice Jenkins. Work. Nice I'm work. telling you, that kid's good. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, he's a national I didn't, champion. I didn't see the fight. How'd it go? He just, he just connected and then swarmed him and uh, TKO. Yeah. Bubba looked really good. The Joe Schilling Superman punch. See that? Him get oh, knocked yeah. out. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. And I was saying how hard it must be for a guy like that who's such 
a good kickboxing base, worried about wrestling, and then all of a sudden a Superman punch comes, you know? Yeah. That's got to be tough. Yeah, it's it, it's it's crazy. I mean, even if you watch some of his his other fights, like MMA fights, it's just he's not – it's just like, dude, who, who – I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't look like himself. You know what he's I mean? He's not comfortable there. No, he's he's not. But it's like, again, you worry about getting taken down. It's just like, it's a whole other wrench yeah. in the arsenal. You start. Well, then you start. You know, you you start being timid. You start pulling back. It's so. When do you go to Vegas? Next week. You, you're leaving when? Wednesday. Okay. Next now Wednesday. I I have a show Wednesday night at the V Theater in Planet Hollywood. All you guys want to come? The V Planet Theater, Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Uh, I'm staying at the Signature Suite right next to the Planet Hollywood. Night, why don't you come? It's at 9 o'clock. I doubt it, but... Uh, uh, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday. I, I'm I, joking, Adam. I, are you going to Marina's fight? Uh, when, Friday? Thursday. Uh, maybe. I don't know. All right, Marina's fighting Possibly, Thursday. yeah. I is would it, like to see your fight. Now, do you have to do um, signings and stuff? Um, not for the not for the uh, the expo. The, the fight week, no. Just, That's good. That way you don't have to be worried about that. Yeah, no, not no, no meet and greet stuff, but they got a whole like Wednesday and Thursday crap to do. So, are you gonna like, be at a gym at all training out there? Yeah, what gym do you yeah. usually go to? Um, usually I'd go to Drysdale's in the past, but uh, I got another buddy who's got a gym there, so we might we might pop over there. But nice, yeah. Now, uh, now I know. Uh, uh, any, any any news with the kid, with the baby or? Not yet, no, no. No. All right. Well, that's good. That's I mean, no sex at least. Yeah. That's good for you, right? I mean, right? No sex for the fight. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not anyway. So. Well, that's yeah, good. Yeah. That's awesome. A few weeks, I, I, I don't. I stay away. So. You stay away from chicks. Yes. Nice. Good for you, man. <laughs> well, plus she's nine months pregnant. You don't want to have like her to go into labor while you're in there. That'd be really, that'd be, that'd be horrible. You know. It's supposed to like actually help. Really? Yeah. But you don't think like what if you pull out your penis after sex and a baby comes flying that, uh, behind uh, it? And that that would be. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> or like you think you're doing really well She'd by be happy. She's like, get him out. <laughs> you, you don't think like you think you're doing really well, making her scream like, oh my god, I'm fucking this chick, and then it's because she's in labor. That would that'd be very confusing, no? <laughs> you're like, oh man, I'm I'm banging this chick so hard, her blood's coming everywhere. And then uh, I've like, never banged a pregnant chick though Adam so I'm not you, you never done that no uh, I, have, I haven't so uh, you gotta do that bro it, it could, there's a whole website for that kind of shit it's really good. yeah no okay. I'm kidding I've never been on it but I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there actually is a website I've never I've, I've got a lap dance from a pregnant chick and uh, you know I felt a kick uh, did you really yeah I went to she's put, working I went, huh I went to give her a dollar and a hand came out and fucking like just gave <laughs> yeah. me change so um, yeah you so got a, you got an, an up kick I got an up kick <laughs> yes <laughs> I actually fell down. It was it was a good upkick. It was it was almost a knockout. So uh, uh, by the so way, you're in Vegas next week. Yeah, I'm in Vegas next week. I'm, I'm I'm here's what I'm doing. I'm doing shows Wednesday, show Thursday. Then I'm taking off Friday and Saturday. I got tickets. I'm staying at Hooters, and I'm going to the convention, and I'm going to your fight on Sunday. Nice. Yes. Nice. I can't now. And I'm I'm actually walking out with Marina. Are you really? No. But uh, I, I I I like. You're like no, but I'm. <laughs> I'm trying to. Yes. I, I told Marina, I go, listen, I heard sex is good because it gets your hormones. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine having sex with Marina? She'd be complaining the whole time and telling you that, <laughs> fucking, you know, she would be like, this is not fun or just ouch or just turn over. Or, I don't but, know. She you could know, be a completely different person. You think so? She could be. It, hopefully. Because other way, it would be, it would be, that'd be rough. So, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I mean, I, you know, we're friends. I'm just saying that I could see her complaining the entire time about like, I'm tired or I worked out or I'm sore, or just yelling at you that you're not doing it right. Or you know, who, who needs that? I could just, yeah, I don't know. 
Huh. Would you, sure. if you were single? Would I what? Bang Marina? <laughs> Why are you putting me on the spot, Adam? I'm just saying. Well, yes or no? Adam. Really? Marina and I are friends. Uh, okay, all yep. right. If you, if you had to bang one female fighter, who would it be? One female fighter. Mitch Clark? No, no, who would it, no, no, who, who would it be? Who, who would the one female chick you would, you would, you would. Uh, there's, you know, I mean, I don't know, Adam, I haven't really thought about this. There's, there's a few attractive female fighters, but. Uh, you never thought about it? Well, if I had one, no, I mean, there's, I haven't thought about like, if I just had <laughs> What weight class? Would you choice. rather go 35 or 15? 15 probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's the, me too. I'd rather go 15 as well. I think that's, I think that's a better pick. I just think that the smaller the chick, the angrier, the more fun it is in bed, you know? The more angry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the more feisty, you know? Uh, I don't know you, who I would be. Have been with a fighter chick? Have I, I have been with a fighter okay. chick. Uh, uh, it, was, it was good. It was good times. So they, she tried to choke you or something? Or? No, I, I choked you out of her. I had to get, that, was, that was my only victory over a UFC fighter. <laughs> so <laughs> she's, she's tapping verbally. She was. Mm. She was, she was, she was, I actually, ta- yeah, yeah, no, but, uh, but so yeah, it's all good. Anyway, we have to call touchy feely. Speaking of, uh, I have him in my phone. It's touchy, touchy feely. Yeah. We're calling touchy feely. Oh yeah. Touchy feely. Yes. So we're going to call him right now. And then we have Mike Ricci who I, who I hear has, has, has sex with, uh, Roy McDonald. I don't know if that's true, but, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. That, uh, so yes, we have uh, touchy feely. We're calling right now. Uh, by the way, before we get touchy feely, I want to thank our sponsors, RemoveItRestoration.com. If your business has been vandalized, guys, graffiti looks terrible. People will not shop at your store due to graffiti. They will walk away and think your plate. You do not care about it. So get rid of it. RemoveItRestoration.com or want, call one eight 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 four two four nine six nine seven. Also. Uh, American Icon Autographs, www.aiase.com. They have the best collectibles. Decorate your man cave with these guys. They sponsor fighters. This guy, Sean, super cool, super nice, big fan of this guy, as well as Eric from Remove Restoration. And also, Hemcore. I'm telling you, I've been taking Hemcore. I've had chicks swallow my load and tell me it tastes amazing. Okay, so Hempcore, it, it, it'll, it'll, it's the greatest thing you've ever tasted. Uh, it, it, it'll make you stronger. It's got one ingredient, hemp. Hempcorestore.com. Doesn't contain anything illegal. Used by MMA fighters all over North America. They are proud supporters of MMA athletes through all the ranks. Now, we are going to call Touchy Feely right now. Uh, then we have uh, Mike Ricci. We want to get back to who Jake wants to bang this horn dog of a man next to me. Okay, I can right, tell right. he's he's all about the chicks. So it's a whole new Jake Ellenberger, guys. It's not the nice guy anymore. He's a fucking bastard. He he's he's the box slayer. That's his new nickname, Jake the box slayer Ellenberger. This dude just slays tail left and right when he's not knocking chicks up. That's how he uh, that's how he works. So let's call Touchy right now. Hello. All right. So our next guest is uh, we have a is a record of fourteen and two. Uh, he's a badass fighter. He's uh, a part of Team Alpha Male. Andre Touchy Feely. How are you, man? What up? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having What's me. What's going on? on, man? How you doing? You're around with me and Jake Ellenberger. What's up, Jake? What's up, bro? So how's everything going, man? What's what's going on? How's how's life been? It's been good, man. I'm uh, just kind of waiting for a fight. It's been a little longer than I want, but. Um, 
I, I'm kind of enjoying not having to fight in front of me. Um, yeah. Filling in the in the holes in my game that I want to, you know, take time to get better at. And um, it's kind of nice, you know. When I was younger, I, I used to kind of take too long of breaks in between fight camp. And now I'm kind of finding that balance of still training, but also like enjoying life, you know what I mean? And finding that balance. I used to be kind of hot and cold, like I would train three times a day, I wouldn't be training at all. And now I kind of found the balance. So I'm enjoying I'm enjoying not having a fight in front of me right now. Dude, I, I feel you there, man. <laughs> it's like we have these extreme personalities. So it's like you're like going 100 miles an hour, you know, training. And it's almost like you overtrain. You got like until, you know, the wheels are about yeah. to fall off and you're like, shit, I got to pull back. But I hear you though, man. I've had exactly, to do it. I've, yeah. had to, I've had to do that a few times. Like, yeah, man. It's uh, it's weird, you know. It's like I'm a pretty black and white person too. It's like when I'm in fight camp, I'm training three times a day. I'm just like a better person. Like I'm when I'm in fight camp, I'm training three times a day. I'm eating healthy. I'm getting good sleep. I'm like calling my mom and my grandma more. I'm just a better person. And then, and then you do that so much that you almost get burned out. And by the end of your two, by the, by the time you're done fighting, all you want to do is eat and sleep till noon and like. You don't want to even be anywhere near the gym, and, and you don't even want to think about dieting and everything. It sounds like my life right now, actually. It sounds exactly <laughs> like my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So I'm trying to kind of find the balance of getting better at it, I think. Now, I was actually uh, reading about you last night. I didn't realize you were in, you're in three bands right now? Uh, I'm in two bands right now, actually. One, one just, but it's been slow. It's kind of hard to do around fighting. But, what, what kind of music yeah, are these? Band, what, what kind of stuff do you play? One, we just released uh, one of my projects we have. Uh, it's called The Bandy Track, and it's uh, it's named after the movie There Will Be Blood. Um, and it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like Super Rage Against the Machine inspired. It's like, um, it's got like some rock elements, some hip-hop elements. It's like Rage Against the Machine, but it's got a little bit more um, of a metal sound and a little bit harder. Um, I know it's more hip-hop and more metal than, than like the Rage Against the Machine sound, but it's really Rage Against the Machine. The dude who did all the instrumental tracks um, is, is a huge Rage Against the Machine fan. It was kind of like a 90s rap rock homage kind of thing that we did. Um, it's kind of interesting. And then... Uh, now, are you the, are you the singer of the band? Yeah, I do uh, I do vocals and I do... Uh, I rap. Yeah. You, you rap? And then... Yeah, I do. Like, I, I grew up making hip-hop and stuff. Like, all my friends still make hip-hop. So I grew up rapping when I was younger, and then I kind of started doing, like, more punk vocals um, and I got older. And so this is kind of a mixture of both. And then I have another project where I just do vocals. I just do, like, screaming vocals for, like, a, <laughs> for, like, a more punk band. Now, what's the name of that band? Uh, honestly, we haven't released anything yet. We, have, we It's been really slow. We've just been kind of making music, and we haven't really come up with a... A name. Um, I used to be in a band called It's Godzilla, which is probably the third band you're thinking of, but we haven't made music in, in a long time. That was a band I was in when I was younger and the one that we, I actually released the most music. So where can I listen to you? Ra- I actually want to hear you rapping and singing and stuff. Where can I find this, this, this music? Uh, if you go on to, if you search uh, on SoundCloud, uh, yeah. actually, you know what, maybe I'll tweet you the link right now. <laughs> I want to see this, man. That's that's. I mean, that's awesome. That's. I, I had no idea. I, I all this shit. I was. I was reading about you. Then. Then I read that when you first, you know, when you were, when you first went Team Alpha Male, you had an ankle bracelet on your on your ankle because you yeah, had yeah. you and you and your posse had beaten up a bunch of kids on a basketball court, and then they sued you or something, and then you lost, and you had to have an ankle bracelet. For how long do you have this ankle bracelet on? Um, I got three months, and my best friend got uh, six months on house arrest. So we just said fuck it and moved in together, so we could be on house arrest together, and hang out all day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what, what were we on house arrest for? Uh, 
I think it started out, honestly, it was in a small town, so, like, it was just a fight, man. We beat some kids up. We got in a fight, beat some kids up, and, like, it got blown out of proportion. I think originally they tried to give me, like, some crazy thing. Like, one of the kids had to get stitches, um, and so, like, and that wasn't even really the kid. I didn't even hit the kid who got stitches, but he ended up getting beat up to where he needed stitches. Um, and so they tried to give me, they tried to give me like a felony, uh, like battery with great bodily injury. It was like some crazy blown out of proportion thing where like, it should have just been a fight and like, yeah, maybe you get put on probation or do something, but it got blown way out of proportion. Um, I ended up being on house arrest. I mean, the kid got beat up, but I don't know. They deserved it. <laughs> and <laughs> and that- ended up being on house- ended up, we ended up being on house arrest and moved in together and we just ended up getting a house and it really wasn't that bad, but, um, it's just funny because a lot of guys. I mean, people think people think of like Team Alpha Male, you know, and uh, and people think, people think of Team Alpha Male. They think of like clean cut college wrestler guys, you know, and like I, I'm just like such the opposite of that. You know? And now, now, where was so, this? Uh, where did this uh, fight take place? Um, I went to high school in a small town outside of Sacramento called Placerville. Um, it's really small, and there really isn't anything to do. And me and all my friends were kids who got moved from bigger cities to to this small town and you know so i mean we kind of all clicked up and and we were just i mean we we're just the, the, the town is just like it's just a not very good place to be when you're young you know there's nothing to do but drugs and and get in trouble and fight and and party and just a lot of bored kids you know like half the half the kids that live in placerville their parents take like ski trips together and then the other half the kids' parents are on meth, so it's like kind of it's kind of an interesting place, man. And, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of it's easy to get in trouble in a small town, you know. Especially because I, I was like, you know, I got a mohawk, I got tattoos on my head, like I kind of stand out. So it was easy to get in trouble. Did you wrestle or do any kind of like jujitsu or karate or anything? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually I wrestled in high school, but because um, I was such a shithead as a kid, I wrestled and like I was always getting in trouble. I was doing something and. Uh, I, I had knee surgery sophomore year, but I wrestled from sixth grade to ninth grade. I had knee surgery sophomore year, so I missed wrestling. So for sophomore and junior year, I just started doing jujitsu. Uh, senior year of high school, I got back to uh, I got back to wrestling, and then you know by then I already know. I I think by like by the time I started jujitsu at like fourteen or fifteen, I knew I was I, I want to fight. So at that point, wrestling senior year in high school um, was really more just about getting a better base. So when I was a fighter later on, well, according yeah. to your UFC.com profile, it says, cause everyone says, why did you get into fighting? And you go, I wanted to be famous. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. I've never... I mean, if, you want me to, if you want me to lie to you guys, and feed you the hey, no. like, well, I was a stud wrestler and I love competition. Like, nah, really, that wasn't it. I You're was like, nah, fuck that. And I loved fighting. I love, I was 14 and I was already getting in a bunch of street fights as a kid and I was getting in trouble. And, then I saw people fighting on TV, and everyone loved them, and they were famous for it. They're getting paid, and like I was like, "Cool, I want to do that. I want to be a famous fighter." That's yep. like always. Oh, if you would have talked to me at fourteen, I would have told you, "Yeah." And I, I was such a like honestly, I probably came off like a total douchebag when I was younger because yeah, I, I didn't get good grades. I ran around with a bunch of kids who like got in trouble, and when people asked me like, "Well, what about college? What about this? What about that?" I would just say, "No, it's cool. I'm gonna be a famous fighter." Like that's what I said at fourteen. <laughs> you know? Like that was. That was like my excuse for everything. Like, I don't need to get good grades. Like I'm gonna be a famous fighter. Like I don't need to try that hard at wrestling, you know, because I'm gonna be a famous fighter. Like that was my answer to everything. Like, like I, I show up late to work, you know. Like I was working at like pizza places or like Target, and I was a ter- 
honestly a terrible employee. And every time my bosses would talk to me, I would just be like, yeah, it's cool. Like, I'm going to be a famous fighter. Well, now <laughs> you're funny. now you're a famous fighter. So, I mean, you obviously, you uh, not know. Quite, not quite, but I'm working on it. Man. You're getting there, man. I mean, you're, you're a really good fighter. You're, you're a great fighter. Uh, uh, more impressively, though, I heard that you used to date Paige Van Zandt. And now you guys, what? then I heard you guys broke up and now she's dating Cody No Love. Is there any truth to this? Yeah, that's good. I keep seeing things on the internet. I guess I'm going to set the record straight, dude, because I keep seeing people on the internet saying a bunch of crazy shit. And like, okay, like, like the, the honest truth is like when Paige first got to Team Alpha Male, me and her hung out a little bit, but it wasn't anything serious. It wasn't anything like, wasn't anything serious. Me and her hung out. But you guys, did you guys hook up? I mean, you guys hung out, or you hooked up? You guys were. Yeah, yeah. When we, when we, when we, when Paige first got to the team, we we were hanging out and talking a little bit. But what does that mean? I'm I'm 37. I don't know what that means anymore. <laughs> uh, what, what does that? What, what does that mean? What does what does hanging out mean? What does that mean? No, it's simple. Like it just means we were hanging out. Like we, we were just hanging out. And but it wasn't hmm. anything serious. It wasn't anything serious. And now her and Cody are together and they're happy. And I'm happy for him, and it's kind of it's kind of obnoxious. Like I keep seeing people on the underground and stuff, and they want like people want a soap opera, you know? People want this some big dramatic thing. It's like, dude, there's I even saw someone say like, oh, Andre and Cody must have animosity. Like, dude, not at all. Like we're like all everyone on Team Alpha Male is like a brother to me, and like including Cody. Like, there's literally no bad blood. Like, two of my friends are happy together, and I'm happy for him, and that, that's literally all there is to the story. Like, they, you know, they're together, and it, I'm happy for them. They, they seem really happy and. That's awesome. Um, no, no, well, no. According to Cody, that they're not having any sex because they're good Christians. Is that true? Uh, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, that's completely true. If Cody said it's true, it's true, man. That's my boy. So, uh, <laughs> and I know they are both uh, devout Christians, and I can't even picture them having sex blow the way. So, uh, I believe, in, <laughs> I believe in completely. Honestly, yeah. Okay, now who has better tattoos? You or Cody? <laughs> who? Oh, see, you're trying to stir the shit now. Uh, <laughs> Who has better tattoos near Cody? We have different tattoos. Uh, I think he has more for sure, but uh, I, I don't know. I think we have different tattoos. I like some of his tattoos. They're pretty rad, actually. Um, which is cool because a lot of times you see guys that are covered in tattoos and they're shitty. And he has he's, he's covering tattoos, but he has good ones. Okay. And that's the thing that I'm I'm not I'm not a snob about very many things, but I'm a total snob about tattoos. So like. All my tattoos, honestly, I can say without without being cautious, like, all my tattoos are done really, really well. All um, right, and that's something I'm proud of. But so, but a lot of times, you guys, you see guys who are like covered in tattoos, but they're fucking chicken scratch, terrible like garage tattoos. Yeah, and uh, dude, Cody's got us some really badass tattoos. Okay, so the deal is, you and Paige dated for a while. It did it didn't work out. Why? No, no, it's not even. It's, that's the thing. It wasn't even like that. It wasn't like we dated for a while. It didn't work out. No, we just we just hung out for a little bit, and it wasn't anything serious. And her, her and Cody were actually together. So and you guys went to the park together. You guys went for ice cream and stuff. Like, what did what did you guys where, where, did, you, where did you guys go? <laughs> I knew you were going to stir the shit. I knew it. I knew <laughs> it when I got to the No, but no. Here's the thing, though, is, is like what, what, I, what the thing is. I like Cody. Cody and Paige are both my friends, and I'm super happy for them. They're, they're happy together, and I think it's fucking awesome. But I just dislike when I dislike when I see people on the underground or, or any form commenting like. Like, I've seen people say, like, oh, Cody stole from this girl, or, or I saw someone be like, oh, Phoebe had her first. It's like that. I just think it's like, it's just like weird and like disrespectful. Like, those are my friends. Yeah, so, okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to see what happened. So, you and Paige went on a couple dates. You hung out. You, 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 you like, kicked it. You went roller skating right, and stuff. It yeah, it wasn't. 
yeah, right. It wasn't. It wasn't like a. Yeah, it's like it's like totally not a big deal. But okay, just like hey, let's hang out. But then you guys, there was there wasn't anything there. You realize, listen, look, I'm I'm touchy feely. This girl is is young. She's very innocent. She's not my type of tea. I like more chicks that are into deep throating and stuff like that, right? So that's 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 your thing. Yeah, no, it went, it went, yeah, it went something like that. Yeah, actually, I was almost verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> really, <laughs> honestly, right? No, no, nothing like no, nothing like that. It was, uh, that's a, that's a, actually that might be the story that I stick with though. But, <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's totally like, dude. Me, me, and everyone at Team Alpha, Team Alpha is genuinely, genuinely like a big fucking family. So it's like. You know what I mean? Like, there's literally no bad blood. There's no animosity. There's no, like, soap opera thing. And, like, people always want to make it, like, like, oh, this happened or that happened. It's like, it's like, no, like, we, we all just kick it. Like, we're all fucking family. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know. I have nothing but fucking love okay. for anybody on the team. Really. So it, was, it just didn't work out. We got hung out a couple times. Yeah, Paige, like, it just wasn't even a thing. It's Paige just, went her way. Like you went your way. You're more of a, you like chicks with those big hoop earrings in their ears, right? With the, Look, I'm looking for a girl who's been, who's been shot. Shot at and stabbed and been through all kinds of shit because I know she has my back. <laughs> all right, so you need more of a rugged girl. I understand you. you... I gotta, dude, I gotta be careful what I say. You guys are gonna quote me on this. I gotta be careful. <laughs> no, he wants to write. He wants to write or die. He wants to. Just... He, yeah, I understand. Yeah, you I'll... you need more of a chick that's been, that's been through it. This girl's like a good Christian girl. It's like eh. I need a girl who's a I need a, I need a girl who's a getaway driver. That's what I need. A what? A getaway driver. Getaway. Yeah. yeah. Now I mean, now were you were you dating her while you had your ankle bracelet on? No, no, no. When I when I had my ankle bracelet on, I was like, I was like nineteen, man. Oh. I was like nineteen. I had just got into the team. I was just young, like total piece of shit, like punk kid. And the thing is, I think that still, like that whole thing, still follows me. I think I look a certain way, and like, I you know, I present myself a certain way, and I try to kind of get away from it now. But I think it's just kind of who I am. Like, it, it sort of like follows me that whole like. I don't know, like that. I don't know what it is really, but there's like that scumbag thing that that follows me. But like. I'm, I'm a lot different now. Like, I, I don't really, I barely go out anymore. I barely, like, and I barely go out. I don't really party too much. Like, I, me and my friends are all kind of grown out of getting into trouble. Like, you know, mm. there's still every once in a while you go out and have some fun and stuff, but I'm pretty mellow now, you know. When, when I first got to the team, I mean, I wasn't doing anything positive. I was like, I was a wreck when I got to team off now, you know, but uh, your eye kind of put me under his wing and all the guys kind of looked out for me and, Beat my ass, you know. Like beat the sh- honestly, when I got team out, and I'll get my ass kicked every day. Every day I showed up, and uh, I went from training like three times a week and getting my ass kicked because that's what I was used to. You know, I was used to being the best guy in the gym. I would kind of fucking train a couple. I trained a couple times a week. I thought I was like, when I was nineteen. I thought I was, you know, hot shit. And then I kind of got a wake up call when I got to team Alpha male, and they, you know, Castillo and Mendez and all those guys beat the shit out of me. And I realized, you know, like if I want to keep up with these guys, I got to make it a lifestyle. And you know, honestly, I think the team saved my life. I was, I was giving this some uh, stupid shit when I was younger, you know. Well, you're doing great now. Your your last fight, I gotta say, your last fight, because like you had never really like the fight, the first fight you lost against against Derek Bernstein back in the day, who's now your teammate. Right. You, you know, you kind of blew out your leg in the fifth, but you probably would have won that fight. Uh, yeah, it was real close. It, I mean, because either way, I think he, you know, he was a, he was like a smarter. He was like a veteran even then, you know what I mean? He was like a 30-year-old dude, and I was 19, you know? And I, he, he was smarter than me. You know, he was, I think he was probably a little better fighter than me you know, at that time. And uh, But the fight was real close, you know? It could have gone, probably could have gone either way. I, I was just like, I was like a 19-year-old kid, so I was just angry. Like, I got to beat up whoever's in front of me. And he was like technical and, and good. And so we had a real, real good fight, you know? My knee popped out of place, and, and that was the first one. 
But your next loss was to uh, was to Jerome Holloway, Max Holloway, which was a fight you were winning. You you would have won that fight. You got caught with like thirty seconds left. Yeah. Th- that was that was a, a wake up call. You won your next fight. This last fight, this guy threw a fucking tri- a flying triangle, right. which I had right. never right. even. I mean, was that was probably the last thing you were expecting to happen? Correct. The thing is, I the thing is, I knew he was good. At, the thing is, he jumped for wacky shit. Like I knew he wasn't gonna stand and train technique with me. I knew he wasn't gonna fucking have. We were gonna have. I knew when I got when I they told me I was fighting Pepe that we weren't gonna have some technical fight. That it was gonna be exciting, but it wasn't gonna be technical. We weren't gonna trade technique. We weren't gonna like. Just we weren't gonna put on any kind of fuck. You know what I mean? Like I knew what kind of fight it was gonna be. He was gonna throw spinning weird shit at me. He was gonna throw flying knees at me that weren't gonna hit me, and he was gonna jump for submissions. And when he jumped for it against the cage, in my head, I'm like, no, no fucking way are you getting me with this. Like, you're not. And, you know, and honestly, he's a legit black belt. He caught me with it. Um, the, the fight, honestly, I'd be lying. Like, I, I'm an honest guy. Like, I'm not going to play the part of, like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to bounce back. Like, dude, honestly, the fight still fucks with me. Like, like that, that shit hurts me, dude. Like, honestly, like, I, when I lost to Holloway, it, it, it hurt bad. But I can rationalize it, you know, because Holloway's a fucking stud, you know? He's a... I really think he's one of the best 45ers in the world right now, and I think we had a tough fight. We're both young, hungry dudes, and, and we, we went in there and put on, I think we put on a great fight for people. People like to fight, and I got caught, you know? And I can rationalize that, because we, we, we were having a fucking war, and you know what I mean? You fucking, sometimes you get caught. And I'm like, I can rationalize that, because he's a badass dude, and we had a great fight, and he caught me, and I don't have any excuse. Like, he, he was just better than me that day or whatever, you know? But with the Pepe fight, it just fucking, it just, it bothers me so much, because because I, I don't feel like I got beat, you know? I feel like I got caught. Like, like people people who, you know, you always talk to guys in barbershops, and you talk to guys that, like, you know, like the guys who don't really know shit about fighting, but they know you're a fighter, so they talk to you, and, and they ask you what happened in your last fight. And it's like, like, it would be like if a guy made a fucking half-court shot or something, you know? It's like, he did it. He did it, and he did a badass job doing it, and and I can't take it away from him. Like, dude, he fucking beat me. But it's like, but like, if we did it over again the next ten times, it wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? Jake, you're a vet, man. Any 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 advice for this young this Dude. young buck? No, he's he's right on the money there. Like it's, you know, one of those things you just gotta you know you gotta work through. Like like we were talking about with Richie, it's just you know you find ways to kind of reinvent yourself. But uh, shit, you gotta like use that moving forward. You know, it's like this is the toughest sport but, but in the like, world. But, but you like know? with the Kelvin fight, where you do you feel like you just got caught? Like you didn't really, he wasn't a better fighter than you. He just got caught that no, day. No, yeah, not at all. It's just like, I, you know, it, unfortunately, it's what's one of those things like you could make an error, just a, like a mental, you could right. have a one mistake right. and fucking lose to a guy who's not no, the for better. Sure. I think, yeah. And, and I that's what pisses me off a lot is like people, the general public's stupid, but people don't understand yeah. like the better guy doesn't always win. That's just the reality. So of what would the, you average s- guy, the average guy talking about fighting has no fucking idea all the things that could go wrong in a fight. Like, they probably haven't been in in, in a real fight in, in years since fucking middle school. Like, they don't know anything about... Like, the average guy talking about fighting doesn't know much about fighting, and so it's like, to explain to them, like, yeah, man, like, he, he like... Like he got he got a second of wrist control against the fence. Like I did I did head position. I felt safe. He got a second of wrist control. And he jumped for a flying for a flying uh, triangle and this you know I mean to like take swings and stuff. Or it's just like yeah I got fucking caught. You know what I mean? Like there's no it's like yeah like he said the better guy doesn't always win. And I I'm not a sore loser. I'm not a guy that's like bitter. Like I don't I'm not like oh fuck Pepe like he he's a legit black belt. He's fucking flying triangle me. Like you can't take that away from him. But it's like I know like I know in my heart that. 
that if we if we did it again, like it, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen again. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like it's like the way I feel about that loss. Like that's the only loss on my record that that really fucks with me. You know what I mean? Like the other two, I can be like, ah, one one of them my knee popped out of place. The other one I fought Max Holloway. He caught me. Shit happened. With the flying triangle, it's like. It's almost like this, but like, like you want to, you want to like when it when it was over. I almost wanted to, like, no, 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 stop. Let's do it again. Come on, like you're set. Like you didn't. Like there's no way you flew me 16 hours in Brazil to fucking get caught in a flight trap. There's no way. I, I just refuse to believe it. You know what I mean? So Jake, what would you say uh, advice for this kid, this man? Oh no, he's doing. You know, keep doing what you're doing. He's like you said. He's he's training the. Training his holes right now. Try, he's enjoying training. You know, not overtraining. That's that's a big that's a big uh, big problem. I wish I've I've ran into a lot. But shit, just keep doing what yeah, you're definitely. doing. Yeah, dude. Keep uh, you know, like, dude, you uh, burn yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got we got to get going. Uh, but dude, Feely, we got to get you back on the show. You're one of my favorite guests I've ever had. Uh, Honestly, I fucking I would love to be on the show, dude. Uh, <laughs> this is, I love doing stuff like this though because I hate when I do interviews and it's like. It's like the same five fucking questions. Like so yeah. many interviewers, are like, uh, who are you fighting next? How are you preparing for that fight? Uh, how do you see the fight going? Like, dude, I'd rather talk about music and comic books and like and like butt stuff. I don't know. Like, yeah, well, talk about anything else. Like, I'm, I'm trying to talk. Well, I'll try to talk butt stuff with Paige Van Zandt, but you wouldn't give me any 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 things. I guess you guys only. <laughs> You guys only. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about butt stuff with anybody else. Let's talk about butt stuff with anybody else <laughs> Wait, so you're a, so you like putting your dick in girls' asses? Uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, like, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey, man, I, I've only done it a couple times. A couple, one, a couple of times by accident. Is, okay, the thing, the thing about that, the thing about that is, that's it's, it's like it's cool till it isn't, and like it can get, it can get not cool fast. So like, I'm not, I'm not like a huge butt stuff guy, but I mean. But stuff is a nice change of pace, honestly. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't mind it. Like, honestly, I uh, yeah, and I'm getting older, dude. I'm I'm gonna start getting weird here. I can feel it. Like, uh, I'm, I'm I just turned 25 like last week, and it's gonna start getting weird, dude. <laughs> hey, how's how's my boy uh, Nick Jordan doing? How's he doing? Nicky J. Ah, oh, Nicky J. a legend, man. I fucking love that guy. <laughs> He's uh, awesome, man. Yeah, he uh, he uh, just fought recently for a show called West Coast Fighting, yeah. uh, which is this really badass show in in uh, Sacramento here. They put on a really good show. Look out for the fighters. They're, they're badass. But uh, I, I think he dropped the fight. I think he... I don't remember if he lost a tough decision. I think he actually uh, took a bad shot. Uh, yeah, I think he, he took a bad shot. He got caught choke. in the but, but he's been looking good, man. He's been making a lot of improvements. I think he's one of those guys that, like, once he puts it all together, he's going to really, really be someone to look out for. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's kind of in that like, transition of putting it all together and and I think when he uh I think when he uh puts it all together he's gonna be killing it. We were actually just um I don't drink a lot, but we just did a little celebration for my birthday and he was there and we got fucking tore the place apart on We tore the place apart, dude. Honestly me, him and Chad Mendes just tore the place apart. Happy birthday, brother. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah man. Well cool. Well good luck with everything. You are the best touchy Philly. We gotta and, get you back uh, on we gotta get you back on the show. Uh and I take care brother. Alright, thank you guys. Thanks, bro. And later. So over the break, we were talking about what fighter we would most likely have sex with, and uh, you know, this is, this is a tough answer because I think that the Paige Van Zant would be the prettiest girl in the division, and the prettiest girl, but that doesn't necessarily mean the most fun girl in bed or the most wild or you know, it's a pretty. I've had pretty girls just lay there 
and think that they're just doing me a favor, you know, which they were, but, 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 <laughs> but still, just because you're hot yeah. doesn't mean a pretty face. A pretty yeah. face. Uh, Ronda Rousey would be great uh, because I feel like she'd be a, like a sport fuck kind of, you know, like she's a hot chick, but you'd also like, you know, be a good workout. Uh, and, and she would like take turns. You could hold her and then she would, then she could hold you, you know, like lifting each other in the air, Jake, kind of a thing. Uh, Ronda would be cool. Uh, Misha. I feel like we'd complain the whole time and just tell, just ask if she's better than Rhonda. Um, right? Uh, <laughs> what's his name would be good? Rose Namajunas is beautiful, but who wants to follow Pat Barry? You know that guy's got a Donkey Kong fucking penis. <laughs> and just following that shit would be way too hard. Yeah, she's a pretty girl. She's a pretty girl, but I'm not following Pat Barry anywhere. I'm, you know, I'm not following him on Twitter. No. How the fuck am I going to follow having his, the, the, the <laughs> oh next God. cock in there? Uh Heather Heather Joe Clark's a very pretty girl. She's like she'd kind of be a cool spiritual, but she sort of has that hippie thing going, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if she shaves, probably does, but you never know. Uh, and I, you know, just having a hairy bush is just so. So which weight class? <laughs> if you had to narrow it down to one weight class, um, Juliana Pena would be fun. But she'd be looking at herself the whole time, seeing what angle you're having sex with her from in the mirror. Define fun. Uh, fun? I'm just kidding. It puts a smile on my face. She might beat you up. She might kick my ass and cut you halfway through, which is, which is always <laughs> a good time. Venezuelan chicks, you never know. Uh, one of those Brazilian girls, uh, like Amanda Nunez. So, you, know, you know they're probably just crazy. Brazilians, are, you, have you ever banged a Brazilian? I have. And what was that like? Crazy. Why? I'm going to leave it at that. It was crazy. Come on. You can't tell us why? What happened? They're just they're just crazy people. That culture, like, I don't know. They're very passionate. Okay. So, they, I don't know. They're not afraid was she, of you. Was, was she yelling Portuguese during sex? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thanks, Jake, for a bucket. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Uh, I mean, there's so many. I mean, look, you got to go down the line. Uh, what, who else? Uh, the karate hottie is... Another obvious choice, beautiful, Asian. Uh, you gotta love it. You know, you know she's clean. Probably smells really good. Uh, has had a kid, so you know she'll, she can make you, you know, cereal in the morning Math and shit. Problems down there, Math problems down there and in, in the vag. Uh, so the karate hottie is definitely one of my. One of, she's definitely up there. Uh, Jessica. Penny would not smile the entire time. You wouldn't even know if you were, and she would just be frowning at you, fucking making the resting bitch face the entire time. And that's, I mean, you know, it's okay if you're doing a doggy style because you can't see that face at you, but she'll look look at you like you're failing. Uh, There's... There's a lot here. I think we've insulted <laughs> any girl that listens to this is going to be yeah, like... <laughs> zero female listeners from now on. Hey, you want to come on that texting, roasted yeah. podcast? They're all like, no, you're... A, you're <laughs> hey, this is our last show of Fox. Yeah, we're going out with a bang, all right? So, uh, fuck it. If, if I'm going down, we're all going down. Uh, and the ships. Yes. We've taken the, I'm taking the whole ship with me. So, who, who else? Uh, who else do you think would be crazy? I mean, the, I, I think any female fighter is going to be fun in bed. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's just the stand. Angela Magana would just be insane. I feel like you would wake up with fucking tattoos on your body, and you don't know how you got the, how you got them. <laughs> she definitely would like. Yeah, I mean, you would you would need remove it restoration to get rid of all the shit on your body oh, yeah. after fucking Angela Magana is done with your dick. Honestly, it'll be like your dick will be in a satanic fucking state. It'll be it'll be like you'll, you'll wake up with fire around you. But it could that's it could be a fun thing though. But that chick's nuts. Uh, who else we got? Oh, man. Jessica I would probably be fun. She'd be fun. Any girl with a tattoo above her hoo-hoo is fucking knows how to party. And, and, and the thing about her is 
She's a cool chick. You'd be able to watch Rocky, she's the a cool Rocky chick. Marathon afterwards she's a cool in, chick, in, in yeah. your bed. <laughs> the Rocky Marathon. That's the be- any chick that will fuck she- you and watch Rocky with you is is, is my kind of chick. <laughs> right? That, that, oh yeah, down for whatever. Down for whatever. That's awesome. Uh, so who else? Who who, who are we missing? Uh, who are we missing? You're, uh, you're, you're Carla right. Esparza. You know she's crazy. Kylan Curran. K- Kylan Curran. So that's, that's a hot chick. Right there, but yeah, she's got tattoos all on her tits. Any chick that has like the fucking, you know, the chest tattoo. <laughs> she has like yeah, like Lord of the Rings franchise on her chest. It's got to be fucking nuts. Uh, but yeah, there's so many of them. The bottom line is, I don't think there's even uh, a chick out there that that wouldn't be fun. Even Iceland Daily, you never know. Uh, you know who I tell you is probably the craziest in bed is fucking the Whisperer, the the Fight Whisperer, the the the, the chick from uh, England who just. The the one who had, the one who looks like she's telling you a fable. You know, the, you know, she had a, like a thing shaving her head, a star in her head. She lost her last fight. The she's on the ultimate chick. No, no, she's from England. She's uh, Joanna Calderwood. Oh, it's probably okay. she's Scottish. Scottish. She's same, from Scottish. Same thing. Very listen, fucking look at very so, different. I know it's different. Okay, but listen, uh, she's probably insane in bed. Am I right? I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. She's. I mean, she's gonna. She'll probably like it's like banging the girl from the Sixth Sense if she was older, uh, and, and like legal. I mean, there, there's some there's some crazy shit there. I think there was a guy in the Sixth Sense that said that I see dead people. But either way, so uh, if the guy somehow that got was... a sex shame, and I, I didn't actually see the movie, but it looks it sounded like a fun reference. So, so there you go. There's our countdown of who. What about, so, I mean, you've Adam, you've dated like oh, the whole. Like the whole rainbow, the plethora yes. of women, like yes. from from porn star to doctors. Yes. To da- so, like, what's the craziest that ever happened to me? Yeah, like, no, like, what's the craziest genre? Uh, dental assistants, dental really? hygienists. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, uh, the, <laughs> librarian. The, the, the craziest genre. You think it'd be strippers, but they get hit on all day long, and they're crazy, but they're not crazy necessarily in bed. Yeah. Uh, the craziest chicks that I've had in bed. Porn chicks are pretty good because they have so much practice. I mean, like when you're when your job when, you, when your job is to suck a good cock, you're probably good at sucking cock, you know. Uh, so, but you don't know if they're really enjoying it or they're just clocking in. Um, <laughs> They've but, already tuned themselves out. They're yes. just doing a job. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like you shooting a double leg. Mm. That's what the, that's what they get paid to do. Uh, <laughs> so, craziest chick I've ever had in bed. I don't know. Uh, what was her um, profession? Profession. Craziest profession in bed. That's a good answer, guys. Tweet your answer to MMA Roasted. I know. I want to know. What is the craziest? I don't know. I don't know. From personal experience, I've probably had sex with a, a lot of women. Uh, I know I have. Uh, but I'm trying to think of... I'm <laughs> probably, trying to, I, was, I was trying to think of, of a number, and then I said, you know what? Uh, the craziest chick I've ever had or in bed. Or ethnicity. Craziest I've had a girl ethnicity. one time that was a cam girl that wanted me to punch her in the face during sex. Hmm. And I was like, no, I'll give you a noogie, you know, but I was not going to punch her in the face. Yeah. I wasn't going to punch her in the face. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. First yeah. of all, if I, if I didn't knock her out, I'd feel really bad because that means like, <laughs> I can't even knock out a hundred pound cam girl. But, 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 but no, I was not going to get her, leave any kind of mark or a bruise. Or, yeah. That's not my style. That, is, that but, is bad news written all over it. But that's the craziest thing I've had happen to me. A chick said, I want you to punch me in the face. What about you? What's the craziest thing you've had happen during sex? <laughs> um... Let's come back to that. Let me think about it for a minute. All right. We'll talk to Mike Ricci. We know that he's had some crazy sex stories. Uh, so let's talk to Mike Ricci Mike. Right. right now. Hello? Is this Mike Ricci? 
Yes, speaking. Hey, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast with me and Jake Ellenberger. How what's are you, up, man? Mike? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm good. You? Good. How's how's life? Uh, great, man. I just uh, I just finished a long day of training, so just relaxing a bit on the couch. Nice. And you're in Canada? Yeah, yeah. I'm in uh, I'm in Montreal. Oh, okay, cool. Now you trained over at at uh, TriStar, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where uh, I ride my training camp. That's where I train full time. Nice. How how's that camp doing? Are, are, how's a uh, how's a uh, you is that GSP over there now? Yeah, well, GSP. I mean, he, he comes in and out. You know, the guy's he's a globe trotter now, right? He's all over the world. So um, he's actually in Thailand now, filming uh, the new kickboxer movie. Right. But uh, he when he's in town, yeah, he, he's still there, man. He still comes and trains with all the guys and, and helps us out. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome. Do you, do you think he'll come back? Uh, I hope so. I hope so, man. I, I think he. I think he should. I think he's still young, and um, you know the break is what he needed. Uh, he was real tired before he quit, you know. But uh, but but now he looks refreshed. You know, he looks like a new guy. So I, I think he could definitely make a comeback. Does he ever talk to you about the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> No man, I don't about his uh, his brain lapses. No, I don't. Uh, I, I don't talk too much about about aliens, but okay, it's pretty funny. Cool. Now I was actually looking through your fights, man, last night. You know, I had never even known that you were in Bellator before you were the Ultimate Fighter. I was. Uh, yes, you've been around for a while, man. Uh, you've uh, you've uh, you were undefeated. I actually I watched your first the first loss you had was to Pat Curran. Which was a brutal knockout. Uh, that was the first. Was that the first time you've ever been knocked out in your life? Yeah, that was uh, that, that was my first time being knocked out. Uh, it was uh, at first and, and only. I mean, uh, I made a huge technical error in that fight. I, I was standing way too tall and circling to his power hand, and and you know, half off the patty caught me early, caught me cold, you know, and uh, and stopped the fight. But you came back, man. A lot of people now. Was it hard? And when that happens, I always like to know about. Were you, were, after that fight, were you doubting yourself and going, "Do I really want to do this?" Because, uh, like, you know, your eyes were like the back of your head. I was. It was a pretty nasty knockout. Was there ever doubts after that, or did you say, "You know what? It happens. Fuck it. I'm coming back." You know, I, I think getting knocked out. Uh, if you if you look at fighters throughout history, it, it does one of two things. You know, it. it it makes you better or makes you worse. And I really looked at it like it was a technical error. I think that that shot, you know, standing the way I was standing, the way I took it would have knocked out anybody. You know, I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. Uh, you know, physically, I didn't think I was weak or, or anything like that. I just think I, I, I took a shot and then, you know, I was in a bad position. So I, I didn't, it didn't discourage me, you know, as far as, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm not tough enough to fight. But, but, you know, I made the proper changes and I, and I came back and you know what? Um, I had the mentality like, you know, I, I thought I've lost, I've been knocked out and you want to come do it to me again, go ahead. So that's kind of been my mentality and, uh, and since then it, it hasn't happened again and, uh, and, and I'm not scared of it happening again. So uh, I, it really, you know, it turned me into a fighter, man. It didn't really discourage me. That's great, man. I mean, that's that's shows a lot about your character because a lot of guys like they that you're right. They either go, they either get gun shy after that, or they go, you know what, fuck it, just get back up. Now, um, trying out for the Ultimate Fighter, uh, you beat, you actually knocked out Neil Magny, uh, who's yeah. who who lately has been on a tear. 
The guy's won, I think, eight in a row. Did you know back then? Eight in a row, really? I think he won seven or eight in a row. Uh, did you, did you, I think he won six yeah, last year. Did you know back then that this guy was going to be as good as he, as, uh, he uh, turned out to be? 100%, man, 100%. I, I spotted him right, right away. And, you know, training around a lot of great guys throughout my career and, you know, having George bring in all these, you know, megastar fighters, I was able to see the high caliber of fighter early on, and, you know, and, and, and train with them. And when I was training with Neil, I saw it, man. I saw he had the recipe to, to win in the fighting style, and I, I saw the athleticism, the height, and the reach, and I knew from the beginning, and I saw his heart as well, you know, in, in his fight to get into the house, he, he had a rough one, and he, he pulled through and won, and uh, I, I knew right away that he was going to be in the UFC, and he was going to do well. I knew right away. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing good. Now, I think you're – so you, you go in the Ultimate Fighter, you lose in the finale to Colton Smith, to a wrestler who pretty much – it was a boring, grinded-out decision. I, I can't blame Colton for having that thing. Then you come back, uh, you win your next fight, you lose a split decision to Miles Jury, who is you know, one of the top guys, and they let you go. And I, I never understood why you got dropped for losing a split decision to an undefeated guy after you had won and made the Ultimate Fighter finale, do you think you were unfairly let go? I believe so, you know, but uh, it's water under the bridge now. But I, I think my release was really, really uh, premature. Uh, I, I'm really not I'm not upset about it anymore. The only thing that kind of gets to me is the fact that, you know, I went online and, and, and saw that I was released before I actually got a call. That's the only thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But, you know, in hindsight, I. Uh, it, it kind of woke me up, right? I, I was, my fights were lackluster, man. I was, I was fighting like, you know, I was too civilized. You know, I, I kind of got comfortable and I forgot, you know, who I was and what I was at the core of me, right? So I, 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 I turned it around, you know, I said, I'm, I'm going to take another run at this. And I signed with Titan and I started fighting with more passion. You know, I started fighting and making these fights personal. And, and I, I, you know, I walked around a chip on my shoulder again and, and it's what works for me, you know? And, and, uh, so in the end, whether it was premature or not, I think it was, uh, you know, it was for the best. Jake, do you, is, is that something you do as well? Like make it personally? Yeah, I mean, you know, like like you said, it's like you know, everybody deals with uh, adversity differently. So it's like you kind of got to refocus, um, you know, and figure out what makes you tick. You know, what makes you what makes you more, you know, like aggressive, more. Uh, you know, like you said, too civilized. I can relate completely. You know, I've had a few fights like that where you're like, you just didn't quite like let it all out. You know, and but yeah, you just kind of got to re- keep reinventing yourself. You know, right now, um, do you think maybe the you, the, the fact that your uh, the haircut was doing it? Did you, did you mess up the hair at all? Because your hair looks perfect way too much. Just so you know. <laughs> you, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, it's just the, the way it falls. I promise, man, I don't brush it before I fight. I don't know. The, the jury's out on that. Now, uh, now you beat Grigel. That was one of the nastiest. I mean, George Grigel, this was his comeback fight. He was trying to make a statement against you. You brutally, like, just fucked this dude up. Was that what you're saying as far like, was there a certain inner rage that you tapped into for that fight? Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's it. You know, I, I was kind of... You know, I was raised and bred in an environment that, that that led to, you know, me fighting. And the reason why I fought, you know, it, it was what it was. I was never dragged into these into fights growing up. 
you know, willingly. It was always, you know, tough and hard, and there was problems between me and whoever I was fighting. And when I, you know, was fighting like that again, of course, that that's how I approached uh, Gurgel. You know, I, I made it personal. Like, this guy wants to, he wants to fuck me. And people did the same thing to me that I did to him, you know. And, and when my mentality is like that, I fight completely, completely different. So I went out there, and I wanted to not only prove a point for, for the sport, but it was more just me fighting for the reasons why I've always fought, you know, and, and, um, and yeah, that's what ended up happening, man. Put it on him. Oh, you look great. Uh, in that fight, you look great. In your next fight against Sotteropoulos, you're like, and now Bam Bam Healy, you're, it's like you're going on, you're, you're like taking on the former UFC star tour. <laughs> like you got, it's like you're, it's like UFC vet versus UFC vet. Um, yeah. now how much, yeah, man, I'm like, sorry, go on, go on. Go on. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't going to say anything. What were you going to ask? I was going to ask, after the Ultimate Fighter, you'd probably be this big star back in Canada. Uh, I know Canadian girls put out. I, I've, I've witnessed it fucking firsthand. Uh, <laughs> I've, had, I've had threesomes with Canadian chicks. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, how much Canadian tail did you get? Tell us, Rishi. I don't even know, man. What do you mean you don't know? You weren't there? Yeah, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just teasing, man. No, I actually, uh, I, I got a girl, so uh, and I was with her for... You know, a few years before I, I went on to the Ultimate Fighter, and and she stuck by me through the whole ordeal, and and afterwards, and uh, I love her to death, man. So that that wasn't really the route I took. Oh. I mean, I, I saw it with you know with George and with other guys in the UFC, and with me getting out. I, I noticed the attention changing, you know, from uh, from the female viewers, but I you know wasn't nothing I ever pursued. Now I heard GSP only bangs like beautiful, hot black chicks. Is that true? <laughs> it used to be. It used to be the case. I don't know what he's up to now. I mean, I, I've seen him with with you know girls. I don't think he discriminates or anything. I've I've seen him with nice girls of, of all races. But, okay. Um, yeah, he's built a weird weird rep over time. But you know, when you're in that spotlight, I guess people talk about you and, and they say a bunch of stuff. But Does, now, who gets the most out of all the guys at TriStar? Is it him, Cote? You or Rory? Who? Who? who well, obviously, you're you're out of the the, the running now because you have a girlfriend or a wife, whatever. But who gets the most tail out of all those guys? Is it is it Cote? It's got to be GSP. Honestly, man, I don't I don't I don't really know these guys' personal affairs. Oh, I, dude, I, what I, is this? This is come on, man. Dude, I, I'm telling you, man. Look, we're all cool at the gym. Like we're all friends. We all hang out. We all do our own thing. But like, you know, if someone has a girlfriend or not or a wife or not, we, we notice who they're dating and whatnot. But as far as like their personal affairs, man, I, we don't really. You know, we don't really get involved with one another. I really don't know, man. I, I promise. But I mean, you know, they're young guys. I mean, I'm sure growing up, you know, they're they're single. If they're single and young. I'm sure, you know, they're they're out doing their thing and mingling. All right, all right, fine. Outside, man. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Tough question, man. Tough question. That's funny. Uh, now you seem like a real nice guy, uh, Rory McDonald. Is he? A, I heard he has dead bodies in his backyard. Will you confirm this? <laughs> Honestly, man, Rory came to training on Saturday with a tomahawk axe in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Like, like a fully sharpened, like medieval-looking tomahawk axe that he's he's out of his mind. Uh, he's he's a, he's a special guy, man. I mean, he's not a serial killer. There's no bodies in his backyard, but you know, he loves. Uh, he has a personality that comes across like that. And uh, wait, why did he, he have a tomahawk axe you know? in his bag? What was he? Where, where do you even? Where do you even get that? Somebody had get, brought it to the gym for him to give get to him. I, I don't know, man. It looks like some medieval-looking thing. It was. It's just funny to see it sticking out of his gym bag. You know, if anyone at the gym is going to have that, 
out of their gym bag. But what is he doing with that? He's just carrying around a tomahawk? I don't know, man. I think it might have been just just for show. I mean, he's really into into weapons. He loves knives and guns and stuff like that, and he collects them. And So it it was probably just for collection purposes. I had a bear trap in the back of my... You had a bear trap? Yeah, you had a bear truck. Yeah, Yeah, you guys are fucking insane, man. Everywhere when people are like, what are you doing with a bear trap? It's like... Have you not seen a bear trap before? Yeah, but yeah, but you just, you have a random bear trap you hang out. With. J- Jake Ellenberger is also another. He's part of the serial killer club. Uh, now, how, now, who do you like as far as Rory and uh, and um, uh, Robbie? Rory, Rory, yeah. yeah. I, I I think so too, man. I I think that Lawler is a tremendous, tremendous fighter. Um, he's super skilled in how he just you know. Re, you know, rebirth his career, how he just brought it back to life, uh, unreal at his age. But uh, I think Rory has the reach. I think he has the speed, and I think he's he's the smarter fighter. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Rory. Okay, now that I yeah. yeah, I mean, even looking back, like having fought both guys, like I look at the first time they fought, and I thought Rory won, and I think he won two rounds out of three, but they get, yeah, but I think. I think he's going to get him this time. I mean, not not taking anything away from Robbie. The guy's an unbelievable fighter. It's but, a five round fight this time. But if you're yeah, if you're talking strictly tactic and strategy, it's it's Rory. Yeah. You think he wins by decision? Um. Probably yeah. I mean, Robbie's you know he's going to. Why be, are you grabbing yourself during this? He's going to. <laughs> uh, what? Come on. You think he wins by decision or what? Yeah, well, I think, you know, Robbie's a, he's going to be a tough guy to finish. Yeah, I think it'll be a decision, but I, I think Rory's going to win. Richie, uh, how, does he, how does he win? You know what, man? I, 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 after seeing Lawler, you know, in five rounds with, with Hendricks, you know, in those two fights, he is going to be super hard to put away. Not that, that I think, you know, it can't happen either way, but I think the odds are probably going to be in, in favor of Rory taking, you know, taking into the decision and winning. I think unanimously as well. I don't think it will be a split decision. Yeah, the the odds makers have him like almost two and a half to one favorite over Rory. over the champ. Yeah, I thought he won the first one too. I just think I think also everybody likes Robbie Lawler because he's such a comeback story, and because Rory was looking so dominant to everyone else before that that they they, they kind of gave the close ones to Robbie. But then when he hurt him, he 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 really hurt him in the third, almost stopped him. Then it was like, how do you how do you have this guy lose well, the fight? That's the thing. If if you look at like the, you know, when I think Robbie uh, Robbie knocked him down once, and that like swayed the whole fight. Yeah, you know, because judges are stupid, and people were like, oh, you know, they they gave him the fight, which I was like, if you judge round by round, Robbie did not win that fight. But that's just my opinion. Now, uh, now, Richie, you and Ben Askren have a Twitter feud. Uh, Askren said he could beat you up with one hand behind his back. What are your thoughts on this? It's an ignorant comment, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think he, you know, he's, he's a tremendous wrestler, but uh, I, I really don't have much to say about him. And he, as far as far as being a fighter, you know, I think he's the most boring fighter on the planet. <laughs> I, uh, I think if he if he retired tomorrow, nobody would you know would bat an eye. Like the guys, just they shipped his ass off to Japan for a reason, you know. But uh, he talks shit, you know, he talks shit to Rory, he talks shit to me, and he's just, that's the kind of guy he is, you know, I'm not saying he's not an amazing wrestler and, and an undefeated fighter, but I'd throw down with him, for sure. I'd have no problem fighting him. And, and, and how, do you see, how do you see yourself beating Askren? 
I see myself putting them on his ass, to be honest with you. I mean, a lot of guys say that, and then they end up, you know, getting caught in this whole wrestling ordeal and stuff, but I don't think he's fought anyone who's come from the camp, you know, that I've come from and, and, and has the the skill set that I have as well. So, I mean, he, you know, he's fought a, a few guys, but I, I think anyone he's beat with a name is kind of over the hill anyway. So you think you would knock out Askren in, a, in a what round? Probably first round. First round. Strong words. <laughs> Strong words, man. This Canadian you kid. Like that one, eh? Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> this Canadian kid. Now, you're fighting Bam Bam Healy for Titan. What's the date on that fight? The 18th. Uh, July. July 18th. You versus Bam Bam Healy for the title. Your last fight. I don't even understand what happened in your last fight, by the way. You didn't make weight by two pounds, and then Yoshida refused to fight you. Yeah, the uh, so I ended up missing weight, and um, you know it was just a miscalculation on on my part, and I kind of fought back to back, and I think my my body just kind of like dropped weight, and then I blew up, and then I took the fight on too short of a notice. My weight was too high, and that two pounds was chasing me throughout the whole camp, man. I was always two pounds behind schedule, and we ended up not finishing, you know. But we signed a new about agreement, right? And and we said we were going to fight. It was going to be a non-title fight, and um, he agreed, and then the following day, he just he just decided he didn't want to anymore. You know, we we tried to make it a welterweight bout, you know, make it a title fight because he said he wanted the belt, and so we're like, "Okay, we'll do it for the welterweight bout." And we just we we tried, you know, to to just you know figure something out with him and get him to fight, but he was just not having it, man. He didn't want to fight, and it was like six hours before the fight. Ugh. So, I mean, if he wanted to back out, he should have did it at the weigh-in, you know, but. He was ranting and raving in the hotel room. Oh, you know, like I, I Anthony Johnson and he missed weight and he was big and you know Mike's got to be like at least two hundred pounds and they're like, no, we'll wait, we'll bring him in here right now. We'll weigh him in right now. Let's see who's bigger. You know, between the two of you, like we tried to just figure out whatever you know, accommodate him, but he he really didn't want to fight. Like I think that the Anthony Johnson thing really fucked him up. You know, right? And I, I really think that that's why he didn't fight. I mean, I don't see any other reason to pull out like six hours before the fight. I mean, but you were find a new bout agreement, and it was two pounds over. It wasn't like you were ten pounds over. It was two fucking pounds. Yeah, and I've been fighting lightweight my whole life, man, and I've never missed weight. You know, like I. I anyway, so uh, Bam Bam Healy is a grinder. The guy, the guy is hard to put away. He's he's gonna come at you. He's gonna come forward. You know, what's your plans for this fight? Uh, what's what do you what do you how hype this fight for us? Come on, hype the fight. <laughs> yeah, you know Pat Healy is is tough as nails, man, and 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 he does move forward. He is hard to put away. I think that you know giving him an extra two rounds in the fight is good. I, I really feel like pretty much all the UFC fights that he lost, if he had an extra two rounds, he would have won. You know, I think that that you know Pat Healy being such a challenge and and. and Putting him in, in his element and giving him a 25-minute fight, it, see, it was just a challenge I couldn't turn him down, especially after seeing him fight guys like you know Nurmagomedov and, and and you know uh, Masvidal and uh, Tebow and all these guys. You know, and none of them put him away. So that's all I wanted to do. You know, I was like, I wanted to take this fight to just stop this man. Whether the doctor stopped it, whether the ref stopped it, whether he was unconscious. You know, and and that's what I, I plan on doing, man. I'm coming there to, to finish Pat Healy. If I don't, I'll be disappointed. You know, either way, a win is a win, but I'm I'm coming there to finish this guy. Well, Mike Ricci, you said a lot. You said it all. <clears throat> You're a badass fighter. 
Uh, wish you luck, man. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Thanks for coming you're, on. you're you're a real nice guy and a really good fighter. Get in touch with that fucking that 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 guy. I, I want to see crazy Mike Ricci. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Anytime, man. Definitely, take care, man. buddy. All the best. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, that was our last podcast ever on. Uh, well, not ever. Who knows? But right for right now, it's uh, our last podcast. Uh, thank you, Andre Feely. Uh, thank you, Mike Ritchie. Guys, uh, make sure I think our our our, our sponsors, HempCore, the ultimate hemp protein made on the Canadian prairies. Uh, check them out at hempcorestore.com. I'm telling you guys, I'm taking this shit. It's amazing. Remove it restoration. If gang members have vandalized your place, there's only one person to call, and that's Eric and his team at Remove It Restoration. Well, I guess a lot of people call since he has a whole team. 1-888-424-9697. 1-888-424-9697. Or go to removerestoration.com. And finally, American Icon Autographs. Sean is an amazing guy, and he's got the best collectibles. Check their website out. www.aiase.com I will be at the Hollywood Improv this Wednesday night performing uh, next week I will be at the HaHa Tuesday night and Thursday night I got a huge announcement guys this is big this is very big Uh, something that's never been done before so and also I will be in Vegas at the V Theater at Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Uh, you can get tickets online for $15 if you type in MMA as the code. I will also be in Vegas to watch Jake Ellenberger beat the Wonder Boy. Uh, he's going to fuck him up. I can't wait for this. <laughs> and I'm going to watch Marina fuck some shit up too. So uh, thank you guys so much. Jake, anything you want to say? No, thanks guys for listening. We're uh, Next week I'll be yeah. Vegas, man, it's go time. Last, this is the last week of training, so I'm excited. I'm excited to get to Vegas and let it let it go, baby. Take care, guys. Bye bye. <laughs>